welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. I used to think you'd own the world one day. You were like that kid in the Alger story. You did everything right, and then... Knock, knock, I'll do whatever you want. What you'll do is leave. Leave Atlantic City? You're through here, kid. Where am I supposed to go? I hear California's nice. Maybe Chaplin needs a foil. Welcome, cadets and commanders of the Stabcast, the Sun Sphere Tactical Attack Brigade Star Wars Legion podcast. I am Will the Honey Badger Heim, with Ben, British Badger Fowler, Ryan the Swamp Gator Slawoski, and Tim the Boiled Lobster Hannon. Hey. How are we all doing today, gentlemen? Hey. Fantastic. We're doing good. I didn't get the hand thing. Outside, but hey. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, I was about to say you guys are going to get some nice sound effects in the background. Yeah. There's a gentle storm and rain. Welcome yeah. to our fireside <laughs> chat. Ben, add some cracking logs. Excellent. Some fireplace logs here. We can yes, yes. This week on Stabcast, Ryan fails upward, Ben plays Legion, and Will takes his vengeance. And Tim just and fails. And Tim wasn't supposed to be here, but then <laughs> things got delayed, and now he's here. My so we God. get to hear about him going to Florida. You wouldn't think me taking a nap would cause a delay in a week of production on this show, but <laughs> surprise, here we are. It was a very disruptive <laughs> nap. It really was. It was a very disruptive nap. It was, yeah. We looked at the timestamps. You had acknowledged something at twelve forty-five, and then not again until seven fifty something. So, <laughs> meanwhile, I saw this going on, and I just chuckled. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start. Drive. Let's start back two weeks ago. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get out. I'm going to play a game. Huh. Hey Tim, you want to come play? We're going to go to the game store. It's a Friday night. This game store doesn't do magic, so there's nobody there. It's just <laughs> me and Tim. Yep. <laughs> so yep. There's not a soul there. It's me, Tim, and the associate. Um, and so this is my first reintroduction to live play in a game store and Tim decides to do the nastiest thing he possibly can. (laughs) He beats me on turn zero with with his four point bid. He's playing an Anakin Rex nonsense list and he gets hostage exchange in the third column. Uh, it is, he has a long March and AP advanced positions in this, in the second column there. And I just, through inexperience, choose incorrectly. And you let it happen. Uh, you let it happen. Well, well, with our map set up, anyway. I, I thought, yeah, yeah, hostage was happening no yes, matter yes, what. Yes, yes, yes. I, when I eyeballed, because you're not allowed to really measure it like that, I thought he could advance out from Long March, still get in position to move his hostage group with that scout from Rex. So I thought I was going to take it on the chin either way. And I went to AP thinking I at least I'll be able to march my army out to contest something. Mm-mm. With long march in AP, I won't be able to contest. You poor fool. So I gave him a better scout, was my thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, long march, dear listeners at home, as long as you don't coheed incorrectly, is the only deployment that Rex cannot scouting party the hostage on. Listen, I would not played it before. Tim did ask me in the middle, without telling me too much information, is this really what I wanted to do? Yes, I did I did kind of emphasize, that's, like, are you, are you sure we're good? We're good. Before I start doing everything, we're good. And, and, and again, waffle. when I eyeballed it, and now we, when we measured on the table, it would have come close. Like, it yes. would have come much closer, I think. And part of it was table set up, like, where I thought he was going to hide behind a different wall. Mm. When I was never going to see his hostage. This gave me a chance. Sure. He only won with a four-point bid. Like, Lily, or I had four, he had five points. It wasn't a lot. Yeah. And then, of course, because it's it's Tim and his red dice, because Tim's red dice never show up until he's playing me for some reason. Until they suddenly... It's uh, true. It, it's true. It took me something like six activations to kill Rex. It took me mm-hmm. eight to kill fives. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about fives. Fives is tougher than Rex. 
eight all to five to kill the six to seven to what? What? Exactly. It just took me all the activations. And so it came down to a kill point game because, of course, it does. Because my hostages are perfectly fine. They're I mean, that's honestly like go. good on you, Ben, for like getting yeah. your hostages out of there. Because A, having to play against uh, Rex on hostages is a nightmare. But then B, I, if I know you correctly, you did not take a, a Maul or a Dooku? No, I did not. Uh, and so playing man. hostage against a force user is also incredibly difficult if you don't have a, a well, force push. If they well, you. well, hold on. Anakin, well, Anakin's a little bit different there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anakin never appeared over the rise because he was afraid. I mean, so. <laughs> if he didn't have to because Rex is there. That's yeah, he didn't too. have to. Yeah, Rex exactly. and Fives just chewed up, took everything I had to get through them, and then I couldn't make any more progress on the other Anakin's side. Anakin's job so. was to dodge, get two dodges for defensive stance, and then stand by and let the whole army use standby. And that's about it. That's, just, that's about so, what he did. Now, this is this, that's all I'm going to talk about because that's what happened and it was done. <laughs> but the thing is, it's set in Tim's mind all weekend. Because I saw Tim the next day. We had a little pool party with friends. And I'm sitting in the pool talking to Tim. Tim's like, you know, that list isn't quite optimized. Like, what are you talking about? The list from last night, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I was I'm like, just sitting there thinking about it. That's all I'm thinking. Literally, we're, we're at a pool party. He's in the shade because, you know, he's Irish. He'll burn. I, I have to be. Like a vampire. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he's like, he's just on his phone, just jiggling the list. He's like, what if I do this? I was like, Tim, to get the thing you want, you have to have the bid. You know this. Yeah. You know this to be true. You have to have the bid. And 795 or 796 isn't enough. And I'll be yeah. darned if you didn't listen to that. Tim, what was your bid on your next game that you played? Uh, uh, listen, we don't have to talk about these kind of things. I just, I just, I know the answer to that fact here for a minute that, that Tim like crushes in a game of Legion and then immediately at a pool party of all places, no less goes full Ryan and just thinks about Legion lists during social occasions. That's legitimately it. Like, like Tim's (laughs) wife, Abby and I, we're having a fun time. We're both water people. We're just sitting in the pool, bobbing up and down, enjoying ourselves, having a great conversation. Tim's over there. But if I remove the Anakin that I can get possibly just Rex, maybe not commander. Yes. Hey Ben, what what about this? It's like, what's your bid, Tim? I have a 795. It's not enough, Tim. Uh, Uh, So I'll go ahead and spoil it for you. Tim's next bid is 788. He takes a 12-point bid no, in his next 13, game. No, 13. 13 points. 13. I, sorry, my apologies. A 787, a 13-point bid. And he, he takes a 13-point bid into a learning game. You're a, you're a monster. <laughs> well, it wasn't meant to, that wasn't, I wasn't meant to be doing that, but it happened. Then add a clone so. body in or something, man. A 13-point bid is what he takes to his next big game against an opponent who you know, he's going to really prepare for. He's planning for the Lone Star Open. 13-point bid. Tim. Tim, how the mighty have fallen here. That's, I but I, that, that but was the high I, ground you chose. With but the no now bid. I am I mighty. Like, no. The mighty have risen. <laughs> All it took was your principles. That's right. That's right. Which kids. is the most Tim-like thing to sacrifice. Of all the yeah. Tim to sacrifice. No, they were never strong. His principles. You don't make yeah, money strong. off your principles, kid. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, I, my my first live game back, I lose to Tim. Thus, I question my life the entire weekend. So, <laughs> as, as you should, as you should, as you should, as I should. So, Ryan, you got to TO in Atlantic City the following yeah. weekend. You you drove up there early, got to play on, or got to kind of watch people play on a Friday. What was that like? Yeah, I got to go up. I've been to LVO, and that was my first frontline kind of run event. And now, uh, you know, Nick and uh, Mike from from Legion ninety nine are putting on this show. And Nick asked me to bring a couple tables, and if I can help judge one day, Mike judges the other. And I say, you know what? I don't really care which day I play. Just just pick one for me, and and I'll fill the gap as needed. You know, Mike Cirillo, ghost walking, being the kind gentleman that he is, takes to play on the smaller, less populous 
be easier to get in the top four day. I see you, Mike, Ooh. Um, with Ooh. those players. And uh, and I end up judging. I got to give a shout out to Nick, man. There were 15 tables needed for the event. He supplied, a, not borrowed from game stores, but just like from his house, 13 of them. And they Holy were Mary. fantastic tables. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All lot. the pictures I saw look great, but man, that's a... I mean, that's a lot of closets to put the store stuff. Yeah, yeah. buckets of <laughs> And he fit it all in his pickup truck. Like it wasn't multiple trips or anything like that. He just he had Witchcraft. it stacked and stored. Like it was it was magic, man. Among the four of us, we have what seven tables? Maybe, yeah. Maybe I mean um, among the, just the four of us. It's not tapping my entire community, but that's just the four of us. Seven. That man had thirteen. Wow. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild, and they, they were all they were all great tables. So I get to I get to head on up there, and I get to 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 day one, and man, it was refreshing because for a lot of people, this was their first big event back. I was at the Dallas Open a couple weeks ago, and then we had the Rocky Top uh, event, uh, well, you know, two weeks before that, and so I've been kind of getting back in the swing of things. But for a lot of people. This was their their first big shindig bat, and it was it was there was a lot of energy and a lot of excitement on uh, on all three days of gaming, and that was that That's was really fun. Nice. Honestly, like the first day, we didn't get that many judge calls. A lot of the players just kind of knew what was up, or were just happy to be playing games. Um, <laughs> you know, most of the rules that we had to reference were surprise, surprise, uh, transport related. Yes. As people brought quite a few lats and not a lot of buses. It was weird. That is bizarre. So this is the point that we on the home <laughs> yeah. front were yeah. like, all right, this is something's wrong here. We can't use this tournament for any kind of real statistical numbers. <laughs> Throw out the data. Because we know the AA5 is good. I mean, Luke Throw Eddie makes away. jokes. He makes jokes about the Discord talk about how he's ruining the game with the AA5. Yep. He also more he, lats he actually the first just, day. Uh, just today or the other day made a joke on the rules forum. Where he says, ha, ha literally on the rules form, he says, ha ha, AA5 wins again. <laughs> if you're going to have a dark overlord, he should just be loving it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, if you don't revel in your power, then why, why have power? Exactly. I don't know. I, I, I think... I think because I think you're like AA fives are going to wreck like a lot of local tournaments, but I think for like a lot of people, myself included, wanted to come out for the first, you know, frontline event. I know we had the Dallas Open too, but this was, this was quite a bit bigger. Dallas was 36. 36. Um, and this was just shy of 60. So it was a bigger event. Ooh. And I think that we didn't have enough time to play and practice to confidently take the AA five. To attack, and the people who did a lot of empire players did take the lat. We're just looking for a hope and a dream. There was a double lat list, and the biggest shock factor was the double lat list was a double republic lat list. Um, that is, yeah, that's bizarre. That's interesting. Bizarre. So, it's not interesting. I mean, it's bizarre. I hate to make a joke at the imperial expense of desperation yeah, will drive you to try the fine. new thing. No, please go ahead. It's not a joke, but, but yes. It definitely, yeah, that's that's what that kind of feels like as well. I've got nothing have? else that's going to win. Let me try the LAAD. Yeah, it's it's not a joke, but yeah, you're right. And one that's of, correct. And I think one of the Empire... If only we had an do, Imperial Specialist on the show. I know, if only we had. <laughs> yes. Um, oh. That did really well was there was, much like I predicted, a uh, an Operative Vader um, lat list. Um, much like everyone's be. predicted because everyone has eyes. It's true. Yes, it's true. yes, yes. But yeah, it was it was a really fun. The my only complaint about helping to judge is they set up all fifteen of our tables in a single column, and it was really great because there was space on both sides of each table, so you could walk all the way around really easily. Because they had, I guess, budgeted the room for COVID protocols, and two weeks before the event, uh, New Jersey kind of opened everything back up. 
<clears throat> Surprise. And so we had lots of room, but it meant getting from one, since all of our tables are just in a single line. Right. It meant getting from one table for a judge call to another. Uh, sometimes you had to wait a second. <laughs> Me and Nick are both uh, stocky individuals, so... 50-yard dash. Your complaint was that you had to shuffle across the yeah, room. Yeah, next time me. I'm bringing roller skates. I'm going to bring some roller skates. <laughs> and, uh, I do want bellhop judges. Did you track your steps? If I, I probably should have. I didn't. I probably should have. Yeah, you should have. It, it would have been a lot. Uh, especially because uh, uh, me, Alan, Brad got put in the other other tower in the hotel. So we had a we had a good little hike to go to and from the room to the convention it's center. It's where you belong. You're not wrong. Yes. Um, <laughs> in the sea. But uh, but yeah, it was it was a good uh, toing day. One was uh, was a lot of fun. I got to kind of just poke around, look at everybody's lists, and since they didn't keep us super busy, like a few transport questions, handful of line of sight and cover calls. But it was a it was a it was a really fun day. It was great to just be back out in the community. So while this is going on, we of the Tennessee crowd had an even more illustrious event. For you yes, see, did. four men gathered at Dice Head in Cleveland for a tournament of the gods. And ran each other over with buses. Yes. <laughs> we called it a tournament, right. but it was really just see who Ben has to try to kill in the last round. Yeah. So of the four of us, it's myself, it's Will, it's Keith, and it's Brett. All fine friends love playing against them. How many lists had RVs in them? Uh, them. I believe that'd be all but you, Ben. Yes, so three of the four were all <laughs> Rebel RV lists. There were and four there players and four Rebel buses. God, that's yes. the that's But the one best player meta. was playing CIS. No Rex. <laughs> the best meta. <laughs> I, I brought my list down and then realized that I should have played clones just so there would be some kind of variety on the tables. Rex was busy in Florida. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, in the first round, I was paired up against the mountain magician, Keith, who had almost a mirror list of me. <laughs> he really did. We, <laughs> we both ended up with a Commander T-47 and a Rebel bus with the same loadout of shield bot and aim guy and the gun on top and the reckless pilot because a free move every turn for six points is pretty cool. Turns big out. Gun, yeah, guns. Yeah, uh, big gun. Big gun. Always. You got, see, guys, you guys have adopted the school of the Brett, the Brett meta. That's well, no, fun. Brett did something different and regretted no, it. No, but we'll that's what Brett it. took at Rocky Top. So you're it, it was. Yeah, you're oh, copying no, the meta game. As, he as had Brett two with the big guns. We had T-47s. That's a little different. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, then our list kind of diverged. He had three herbal troopers naked, as God intended, and then R2-D2 naked, and three Mando squads with rockets and sword people. Yep. <laughs> Sounds because like a Keith Keithian is list, yes. a madman. He loves his Mandos. I, on the other hand, had T-47 and a bus, and then two rebel vets with officers in the gun, two emplacements, a six-man fleet riding in the bus, a naked vet, uh, naked rebel trooper, and two snipers. So I had 11 activation double heavy, and Keith had nine, I think, because three of them were 125-point Mandos. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 That's about right. We ended up on Shenanigan Land, which was Long March, Breakthrough, Clear Conditions. Okay. Isn't that entertaining? <laughs> okay. I, I like Breakthrough and Long March. You know me. I love that's that. That's because you love suffering and pain. I do. I do love <laughs> I, what I'm confused is by, I hope for this report, I hope that Keith does better on Breakthrough than he has the past few times he's played Breakthrough. Because it doesn't seem to be going well. It's not been a good streak. Look, Breakthrough's not Keith's game, alright? He likes to kill. Yeah, Keith's Keith... all about the murder. 
So the Wednesday night previous, Keith and I got matched up at a casual night playing these similar lists and played Breakthrough. And I kind of stomped him because he ran at me and I killed him. And then I scored like three points. And that didn't happen this time, sadly. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Keith rolled up and killed my bus on the first turn. Then I killed Ooh. his bus. Okay. That and our T-47s turn. flew off. And his mandos came up to try to get through for breaking through like you do. And my vets handled all but one unit leader by shooting at them. And this one unit leader gets into melee with one of my sniper teams, which is in my deployment zone. And he's basically safe there for the rest of the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Your unit leader, I mean, I guess the sniper couldn't kill the unit leader? No, I couldn't. He would just, like, dodge and punch me, but... Well, no, he didn't even punch me. He would just dodge, so that way I'd have to roll a crit to even have him roll because he has nimble. And, oh, yeah. And yep. he only got there on this, the round six. I mean, it's just a bunch of shooting okay. otherwise. Right. Remember, kids, mandos are broken. Meaning that, uh, no, they're really... They're, all right, they're all right Captain. They're not broken. Captain Rex They're, they're not broken. Man. They're fine, right. actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mandos are fine. Mandos are fine. Nope. Meaning broken. that I couldn't disengage and... I just couldn't do anything about it because I couldn't pull the damn token to get my sniper leader to disengage and have a rebel vet trooper shoot. I had to pull them first. Thanks, rebel bag. Oh, gross. Thanks. <laughs> yep. That's a rebel bag. Yep. And both our R2s died on like turn three. So Good. I have my T-47 rolling up to make it a 1-1. And I think I win because I've killed most everything on the table <laughs> except this one Mando. But uh, Keith has a naked rebel trooper squad that I hadn't killed who takes a pot shot at him with no aims and rolls three frickin' crits. What? <laughs> oh, I did not know this. My airspeeder had two wounds left. I didn't know this story. Okay. And then my airspeeder died because of that. Yeah. So, that means Keith wins 1-0 on Breakthrough. Gross. Okay. Hooray. A shame. Keith's Mountain Madness had overcame me by shitty dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, his, his choices to put his manos where he did, like, Maybe the first two were just distractions to let the third one get by. You know, it worked out how it did. I didn't, you know, I wasn't mad at the dice. It's just a spike will happen. You're yeah. like, well, that's happening. It does. It does. And it just and happened in a place you couldn't deal with it because no, it's the last it's, turn. It's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a place where, sure, maybe I shouldn't have put myself in the spot where I was vulnerable to that. But I mean, come on. You're not yeah, gonna. The odds of them rolling three crits yeah. are slim to nothing. The odds of the four <laughs> black dice being three crits into me is like, oh, Keith, you've done that. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I don't want to say it was a dice result. Like, Keith played a very good game. I played a very good game. I don't think there were that many mistakes. I just think it got decided by the random component we include. So, nothing to be mad about. Keith wins 1 0, very close one. While they were having a demolition derby of a tournament, uh, it's oh, it Saturday. It's fun to have buses crashing into each other, yes. <laughs> That's fair. That does sound fun. <laughs> um, some of us had uh, had real work to do, and uh, it was my day to, to play. I haven't had, like, Worksman killing me. I took the same list I've been playing for since the start of the year. It's it's Op Luke, it's Biston, it's Cassian, it's K2. Uh, the only real change I made was I trimmed a point off of Cassian's loadout. Uh, dropping seize the initiative because I just wasn't wasn't quite using enough, and then I cut a rebel trooper to bring myself to from a four point bid to a twelve point bid. Ooh, that's a that's a good jump. So yeah, um, it guaranteed me um, blue player all day Saturday, uh, which was which was nice. Um, <clears throat> Tim, you would have been proud of the first list I had to go up against. What was it? My first opponent uh, was Travis. 
Um, he was a relatively local player. Uh, he was a super, super chill guy. He was playing Empire with a Palp boss list. It was actually, uh, it was pretty cool. It was good to see Palp on the table. It was Palpatine with Anger and Barrier and Improv Orders. Whoa, which I thought okay, was okay. Super uh, yeah. interesting, but the way he trimmed his bag, it meant that he had perfect order control. Yeah, I could see we it. Had, we had Boss with Offensive Push, Hunter, and Scopes. Sure. Three T21B Shore Troopers, three Mortars, Boo. and naked IRGs at seven ninety nine. So, why is it seven ninety nine? Oh, yeah. I mean, he doesn't really. He doesn't have a lot to cut. Um, you're not. I mean, I, sh- I would Shore Trooper T twenty ones. Yeah, I would um, reconfigure those core choices into just more bodies with thumbs, but. Well, yeah, I think his idea was pummel me from range four with a bunch of suppression to where it doesn't matter, and then the Palpatine yeah. can go off the final turn. Because, like, Palpatine is suppressive. Bosk is suppressive. Three mortars are suppressive. Sure, yeah. Like, it, it was it was tough. Um, barrier was frustrating, but there was no push, um, so that gave me a little bit of ease as I'm a player who likes to, to zig and zag and dodge in and out of things. And then I had a bit of a panic attack going into the second turn when I was thinking about my, my Luke cannonball options. And then I realized that IRG didn't have Electrostaff Man. I'm huh. like, oh, okay. All right, that's fine. They're not piercing Why, why was there no Electrostaff Man? Because oh, he's at no. $7.99. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying, though, is reconfigure that. Get that man in there, because that saves lives. Yeah, I, I say you drop one of those mortars just to give him the yeah, extra. You do something. Because he does save lives. But go yeah. down to eight activations to do that, you're you're crazy. No, no, you don't go down to eight to do that. You just re, restructure some things. That's so you there's, take there's one of like, the shores, make them regular guys. Yep. Yeah, you get the points yeah, back. You, you drop a shore down, because shores are so expensive, and you just drop them down I to I, make them I, regular. I liked his list. Um, uh, it was I think this was a very tough matchup for him, because we get to this table, and the table is... Along the edges, there's a lot of, like, one- to two-story buildings. It's, like, this snowy, uh, uh, like, outpost. And there's a lot of crates and speeders kind of in the middle. And as we go through turn zero, we get danger-close intercept transmissions fortified positions. This wasn't a super dense table. It was a dense table, but it wasn't wasn't packed by any means. But this was the most closed-off game of danger-close because the buildings kind of gave us tons of nooks and crannies to hide in um, that I've ever seen. So he, I've got to ask uh, a question. Yeah. This is your battle deck. So why do you have fortified in there? Because I know you normally don't like fortified. I know you're right. I normally don't. But as yeah, I was I second looking that through question. my other options, uh, I don't want clear. Right. I don't why? want supply drop. I don't like clear because A, it's, it's blase and boring. And kind of like supply drop, it tends to do more for other people than it does for me. You know what's not boring? Winning. I mean, clear is better for <laughs> we'll get there, longer range factions. Yeah. 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 And if fortified, getting rebel troopers, getting pathfinders, getting able to put a barricade where I want to put Biston is great. Because throwing throwing Biston into automatic heavy cover and then getting to tool them up with, with danger sense. It's definitely not my ideal choice. I would much rather have um, either Limviz, Hostile, or Rapid, which are my other three options. Right. Fortified is for me, the sabotage the moisture evaporators of the battle deck. I'm like, well, I guess I'll, I guess there's these three I like, but I'll also have to take a fourth. Yeah, we we get ready to to set up and square off. Biston goes to a piece of area terrain, it kind of in the middle of the table where he's gonna get light cover. And Travis plays line in white turn one. Oh, okay. Bosk is hidden behind a 
kind of behind a building, but he wants to be able to climb up the building because he's next to a ladder and yep. then take the shot halfway through the round and then get right. help to pull the strings to, to do the double tap. Yeah. Um, I, I see what's coming and there is, I think it's a mortar. It's not a great target, but it's a target just at range four of Biston. So Biston just like taps and then steps back as far as the speed to maneuver temp will, will let him. Yeah, and at the end of the round, this was the most cagey round of of danger close I've ever played. I was I was a millimeter away from making him dump all of his aim tokens off of Bosk because he had to use the pull the strings to get Bosk on top of the building, and yep. then Bosk's actions had to be moved, and he probably spent a good two two and a half minutes as he should have to try to find the shot for Bosk. And we measured yeah. things a bunch of different ways because if he has a shot, I want him to be able to take the shot. Um, but I almost, almost, almost had my Pathfinders out of, out of range and out of sight. Um, and so his whole first turn was like positioning his mortars to where he wanted to be and positioning, trying to set the loop traps with his T21s um, to where when Luke comes vaulting over a building for the cannonball, He'll be he'll be ready. There's a building where he can go left or right, and then Luke can go left or right, and we're kind of hedging our bets on where each other are going to go. There's a huge building for me to kind of hide behind, where Cassian with his sniper can just peek out, and the only thing he can peek at are mortars that are range five away. And we have this super cagey game. The only only casualties early on are he does get my Pathfinders because. It's line and wait, and then the the double tap card, Reptilian Rampage, are his first two yep. command card choices, and that does get my paths. And honestly, I'll trade my paths for for those two command cards out of the out of the bag. Luke turn one leaps up on a building and saber throws and gets like one or two shores, and then runs away and never really engages until the end game. We do two to three turns of this crazy shenanigans of me swarming the middle. And poking at mortars with my my range while he waddles Palpatine, his royal guards, and his shores kind of into a position. And there's a great building for K2 to just sit next to and, and clip everybody as they come off. When he finally does get to the middle, it's a full health Palpatine and I think one model of IRGs. And then Luke comes down towards the middle. I get to play full of surprises on the Palp Bomb turn, which is really great for me. He makes the correct decision, and with Palp, his Palp Bomb, gets Cassian, gets a group of Rebel Troopers, and then only gets one attack on Luke. I spend the dodge token, and I don't get a surge. I was very sad. So then I had to go beat up Palp the old-fashioned way. Uh, but it was a really close, really cagey game. Uh, Travis was a really cool opponent, and it was cool to see a, a Palp list really... Like I did not expect that 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 list to keep me on my toes as as much yeah. as I did. It was a it was a really good game. Palp Bosk got some teeth still. Yeah, it does. I know it's always disappointing when you don't get the deflect, but yeah. those red dice theoretically shouldn't have that many surges on them. Well, it's only no, in the it's, odd cases when you throw bunches of surges for the. But deflect. it's like I get four like, oh, extra. I get four extra white dice too. Yeah, he's rolling yeah, four extra I mean, dice on top of how many hits, so it's just yeah, four exactly. extra one in sixes. Like it's it's yeah. one in six. I mean, I, I'm not going to complain. I took no damage. Um, <laughs> yeah no i think that's I fair mean, too but the thing is when it does pop everyone's always remembers it like yeah. watching will oh. get a squad wiped out and deflect yeah like, oh oh that's the thing yeah, that we all still won that game when he puts himself on four hit points for that last attack like right he just really Which wanted to reflect it back into the into his dome <laughs> um but it didn't happen travis was a good opponent it was a super sweaty game to start the day we go to lunch and 
everyone who I was eating lunch with, from Nerfly to, to Bushman to, to Luke, we had all had fairly sweaty games round one. And so I was like, man, and maybe everybody brought their big boy pants. So we get uh, we get game two, find, a, find another local. Uh, Thomas brings a droid list that I think with a little bit of tuning could be really terrifying in the right meta. Maul with his with his friends and a, an attack droid. Two B1s with the e- E5S. Okay. Two good. B1s with the radiation cannons. Nope. Less good. Well, that's nope. rad. Nope. Pull back. Pull back. <laughs> Retreat. A B2 squad with a ha and an extra uh, body. Uh, where's the T, droids. man? Where's a the T, single, man? A single stap. Mr. T. What? And then two BX commando squads, or strike teams, with vibro swords and dioxys mines. I hope he had fun. Yeah, that <laughs> as, sounds As neat. someone who's playing like a bunch of heroes and white saves, poison's terrifying for me. Like if it I, hits, if it hits, it yeah, has if to. It if it has to do damage, it has to I do mean, damage. Against rebels, it's going to matter a bit more than against like clones. Yes, rebels are the yeah. most afraid of it for sure. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. Rebel uh, heroes, so need, especially. Needless to say, yeah. I was a, I was a touch afraid of it. I get through turn zero, and we have. Danger close, intercept the transmissions, and rapid reinforcements. He decides to... I rapid in my fleet, and he decides to rapid both of his rad cannons. Okay. Um, I thought he was going to rapid the B2s, but he's like, nope, I want my two rad cannons. I'm like, all right, neat. Let's, let's see how this goes. And this is where I kind of got to see that, that Thomas was a little bit less experienced of a player. Because this game went some weird places uh we get danger close and there's a big piece of area terrain in the middle of the table not it wasn't actually a big piece it was it was i mean the intercept transmission point and i could hide seven models in it so i hid seven models in it um he decides if he wants to he plays the divulge mall card um but doesn't place mall first so i immediately plot my pathfinders down in this in this area terrain um, to just to try to zone Maul off of a good chunk of the board, uh, so Maul gets a gets a diet scout for his infiltrate, um, and then Cassian and, and K two kind of join them, control the center. I've got a couple rebel troopers holding my back line, and then Luke is set to square off with Maul and some some B twos. Since his his list has got so many different offerings through the steps and through the special forces and through the B twos, like. It didn't all manage to, to hit quite at once, and so I was able to kind of nibble it away, and then I had range control in the middle with Biston's big range four, and then uh, Cassian's long shot pistol with K2 just pumping tokens that I kind of picked the list off one at a time. He did get several mines off. He did get some poison on Luke, and that really did hurt. When you say some, do you mean one or do you two. mean two? He got two. So that's, I mean, that's 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 pretty four good. of Luke's wounds, of his seven wounds done by strike teams. All right. I'll give it that, but I, I've rarely seen it be that effective. <laughs> did, yeah. So did yeah. he get poison on anybody I don't else? Think, I don't think no, that statistically is that great. No, kept it off of them. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Like, danger uh, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep, yep, yep. What? Yep. yep. <laughs> I mean, K two is immune to it, and yeah. oh, Danger Sense all weekend did so much work. Um, yeah, I hate it's, you. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's so much work. That's not supposed to be a sin. It was a good game. He, he I think we, we both learned a lot. I was a little afraid of his list. It gave me some more reps against Maul, since our local CIS player doesn't seem to a play Legion or b play Maul. Ooh, 
He did Ooh, once against I, me. I literally <laughs> just talked about playing Legion a second ago, and I'm about to give you two more. So. <laughs> uh, but it was a, it was a really fun game. Tom was oh, a, was a cool opponent, and it was it was good to meet uh, a new face who was who was a little bit more uh, recent to the community. And then I got to, to go up to zero into the thing that that I has both been prepped and ready for. Uh, Rexstar. I get I I told Nick on day one as a judge I'm like hey table seven is like this super dense moss icely urban table if you give me that three games in a row on Saturday I'll buy you dinner and uh, I identified two tables I did not want to play and this was one of them by no means was it an open table but of the tables it was more open than than the rest. So you're saying you attempted collusion? Yes, yes <laughs> exactly. I did. But, but Nick exactly. was an honorable man exactly. and, and denied it. So yeah, but I 100 percent attempted. Not only that, you were um, punished for your attempted bribery and probably, sentenced probably. to doom. Good. Yes. Good. So good, I had to play uh, Stephen McLaughlin. He's uh, he's been around. He was uh, he was at High Command. I think we met briefly there, and he brought a weird Rex list in the fact that it's 11 activations and 800 points on the nose. My man, that's not weird. My God. Usually, usually I think Rex likes the Rex the bit a little bit more. Uh, um, most clones sometimes. only bid like five points, give or take. Yeah, it's, does, clones bid does anybody, low. If anybody keeping notes at home, uh, anybody want to guess what uh, deployment and objective we played? Hostage. No, I'm no, not he didn't have the bid. Remember, could it perhaps so it's, it's have a danger deck. close. Uh, there was danger close. I was given with Op Luke danger close three games in a row. That oh my gosh, people, come on! Yeah, that seems <laughs> come on, people. Was it in the third column or just people no? Wanted... No, I, oh, it was like... in the third column once. Oh wow, no! Like for me, that's like long march. Luke had better just have to walk across a completely empty field to get to me. Long march every time. I have a suggestion <laughs> where you can put your danger close. <laughs> Is it close to his danger zone? Yes, <laughs> it's, it's close to my transmission towers. Uh, all three of my games were danger close intercept transmissions. Gross. That's um, gross. Yeah. Now, to be fair, like uh, I will be make fair. fun of Mike. I did be try fair. to get Mike Cirillo disqualified on on Friday. He played as a gentleman Reno does with hostage exchange in the third column. All three games as blue player. I'm just saying. Just saying. So yes, Steve's list was uh, clone commander with vigilance, uh, aggressive tactics, situational awareness, Rex, R2D2, two Z6 Phase Twos, an RPS Phase One. Yep. And phase one with fives, three strike teams, and then a phase one Z6. Kia. So uh, 800 points on the nose, 11 acts. It was gross. I feel good about turn zero because obviously danger close is good for me. Intercept transmissions means the clones have to kind of get on the on the table a bit uh, and move around, which they're still good at, but they just don't like to do. He puts on his back cap the, the, the intercept tower that kind of the U of danger close loops around. Uh, two arcs and R2, and everything else kind of front loads. That I kind of do the, yep. the same thing with one of my strike teams and a Rebel Trooper on the back cap. And then I kind of split deploy. Uh, there was a, a line of sight blocker that kind of end-capped my short leg of Danger Close on the long edge of the board. And I, it was tall enough for Luke to kind of hide behind and get ready to jump out from underneath. I put him back there, Fleet Trooper and a Rebel Trooper, Cassian, K2, and... Biston kind of diet infiltrated uh, to where they were one move away from the middle, but where Biston's bubble could be everywhere it needed to be. Biston was my commander all day, um, which was great. And we we kind of begin playing. Um, I get I order Luke uh, round one. I do Return of the Jedi. Just a it's not the great 
greatest turn one card, but I need Luke to have an order to where he can go as late in the round as, as possible. Sounds like it was a pretty good card then. Yeah, Luke's got a got a well, I didn't get all that I wanted to out of the suppression removal. Nah. Suppression, who cares? Yeah, I, My well, snipers well. line up some cool <laughs> shots. They don't get anything. I think Biston pulls the slot machine and gets a pretty solid roll that because clone things happened, it doesn't matter. And I think like one clone comes off the table. As they do. Yeah. I couldn't get an arc with Cassian's sniper to save my life. This was probably the game where Cassian did the most even distribution between pistolier and and sniper mode. We we start the maneuvers. Turn two, things get get really spicy as Luke cannonballs in and starts wrecking uh, the tip of his kind of spear. And there's this kind of Monument Ouch. Valley-esque archway. But since we're playing Danger Close, it's almost, it's not quite, but it's almost parallel with the board edge long ways. And so Luke clears a set of clone troopers, probably turn three, ducks behind the the big arch. And Rex is on top of the arch on the other side of it, though. So he, he really can't much see Luke. At the top of four, it comes down to Luke's got like two wounds left. Luke has cleared two activations and i think he left a, a third on like two models and some snipers were able to, to clean up i'm trying to control the middle not very well because there's we're playing fortified and there's a barricade and fives and two other rebel trooper or excuse me clone trooper leaders just kind of sitting hanging out generating tokens he goes first with rex and we put a silhouette up on luke and you can see just a hair of Luke's silhouette. Even though Rex is like nine, ten inches away on this big archway, and Luke Rex is on top of it, can just see a corner of a silhouette. Luke's down on the ground, but behind it, technically, because it's the same piece of terrain, uh, he gets an out-of-cover shot on Luke, even though he can just barely, barely see the silhouette. I do have full his full permission for that move to call him a mustache-twirling villain uh, on this show, because that's exactly what he is for a move like that. And uh, shoots and kills Luke with a uh, with a fire support. Good, we like those kinds sad. of villains. Good. Those are good villains. <laughs> yeah, we put those villains. Like yes. Uh, so the so the game comes down to I need to control the middle point um, on on the final score because I really don't have any firepower to trade with R two because um, phase twos and phase ones with Z sixes against naked rebel troopers, uh, both with barricades. Who's going to win that gunfight? You guessed it. It's the clones. What? It came down to me having to eliminate an activation to make something move so that we would anywhere in the last two turns have to make fives make a rally roll. But due to the ease of direct and getting orders everywhere they need it and fives is order order shenanigans, fives always had a face-up order for uh, fire support. And fives for three turns in a row I think had six or more suppression. And he just never, ever, ever had to rally. And I <laughs> just, despite all that suppression, I could not kill him. And I managed to, to lose by one secret mission point. Uh, because Steve made the great heads up play. And my one squad that was going to run towards the middle um, and and win me the game on the, on the last Hail Mary pass got tied up in melee by R2-D2. I was a, it was a really tight, it was a really close game. I made the clones pull out every little pile of bullshit they could from, from fire support to abusive terrain rules to directing the tokens everywhere they needed it. So playing it the game, seems, basically. It, it, of it using their mechanics, like, yes. Yes, yes it seems like, uh, you know, impervious, 
tactical snipers uh, are just better than black white. No, uh, they're fine. Snipers, they're nah. fine. Listen, everything's fine. Hey, this is my chair, man. Get out of here. He was a good opponent, and uh, and I ended the day at uh, two and one. And luckily, since he had the uh, he went uh, undefeated, I had uh, a pretty solid strength of schedule uh, going in uh, to the final tally. Since neither of the days were sold out, uh, we were going to have some two and ones sneak through. And much like the Dallas Open, um, they did go make tiebreakers off of SOS. Hmm. So interesting. Interesting, yeah. huh? Yep. You know, I do recall. Oh, I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm yes. not a fan of it. <laughs> okay. I'm saying okay. this is what they did. <laughs> I, I, I didn't it, do nothing. Hundred percent. It should be margin of victory. Hundred percent. But I. That's a lot to lot to track. I don't know which one I like. To be honest. If we're gonna, can I tangent? We're gonna tangent. Yes, Absolutely. please. That's <laughs> that's good. Good. I, the show is yes. a tangent. All right. We we had this discussion at our four men epic tournament thing. We have uh, this discussion every day, yes. Yeah, we have this discussion every time one of you claims it's the reason you won and the other one says it shouldn't be a thing, especially you and Ryan. No, I think actually yeah. we both agree. Yeah, I made it to day two, spoiler alert, because yeah. of it, and I still don't like it. Yeah, I agree. And so, I don't know, because MOV just feels really swingy on me. It is. I, I'm with you on this, Will, because there's some objectives where you can get a lot of points. Yes. Yeah, like, yes. I understand making the percentage on a 10 scale, but it's still like... So like Keith's one zero breakthrough counts the same as like having to as, as do an eighteen yeah. zero you know whatever it's yeah. like I don't yeah I I, eh, I think if, I don't know if you marched twelve units across the board destroyed your opponent got a twelve zero victory in breakthrough which is much more impressive than a one zero breakthrough victory they're not no. they're not the same it's like if you don't have MOV, you just get spiked. Like when I played Brett and got spiked from the top table to like fourth place because of a loss. And it's like, well, I played everybody I played went two one or better, but that didn't matter because I, you know, had a tie game and an okay game and then a loss. It's like, right. I played good players and therefore I didn't have a margin of victory. I don't know. It's, but I, I agree. It's not ideal, but I think it is. I think MOV is more ideal than strength and schedule, but neither one of them is preferable. Yeah, I don't. I just don't know which is. I don't think either are great, but I don't know yeah. a better solution. So, so exactly. in, in your case, and I get why I hundred percent here, and get why you feel the way you do about the Rocky me doing MOV at Rocky Top. But the other side of the coin is the oppo- other opponents you played, or the other people that also went two and one. Like, just because they played good games against you, and you also played good games, like they in their other matches that you weren't a part of had really good MOVs. Like, um, and I don't think we should play a format that, that invalidates that. That invalidates yeah. the, the game that you played and just puts it about the people that you played. Um, I like I like MOV. I get that, but yeah. the variety of missions means there's so much discrepancy of like, a game can just turn so early that it's like, well, now it's like a 6-0 win just because things have happened the way they have. Like, I don't know that I think certain Legion missions, the score isn't always indicative of the game. Yes, mm-hmm. but I think that's true a lot of the time. Yes, yeah, but and therefore again, MOV is eh. But MOV is still better than the strength schedule. Yes, uh, you have no control whatsoever. It's right. if yep. if you face someone who you know happened to to get some extra wins off of some noobs or something like that, like. Uh, 
yeah, I just... or their first round opponent dropped. That's yeah, the, it, the drops also throws it off. Yeah, swing schedule has schedule. more flaws on your own. You don't have as much control over it, like we've always said. Yeah, right. I just the MOV thing always makes me feel eh, but I know there's not. Uh, I agree. I know I it's still the better of two evils, but I don't yes, like it exactly. No, it is. It is still. <laughs> I just don't like it. Oh my god. I mean, one extra game, and I think in most tournaments, fixes a lot of this. Four games instead of three. Yeah. Yeah. That would fix. Actually, we would probably be having this exact same conversation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If we can just exactly. make it on wins, losses, it would be great. But we have to have a tiebreaker past that. So Exactly. Yeah. You know, let's just go back old school X-Wing style. Loop and Chewy. You know, you just play a... <laughs> Final Salvo based on all the dice in your Final list. Final Salvo. Yes. yes. That's Final all Salvo, it is. That bad now boy. I roll Winnie my down. 47 dice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Droids might actually be able to beat you there. Depends on the roll. I'll roll That's 70 true. white dice. But... Yeah, I'll roll right. 70 white dice. It, it could be a thing. Or it could all be all blanks. You know. Yeah. It could be all those things. Nobody wants that. No. Now, I'm with you, Will. And I do think it comes down to we just can't play enough games because in general we don't start these things early enough to do that. Yeah, yep. I think... I think it's just yeah. an issue with the game that's going to be a part of it, but we still... Right. It's just a little sour note to what is usually a great experience anyway, so... Right, right. right. I'm absolutely with you on that. Absolutely yeah, with you Yeah, I that. agree. It's definitely two evils. I just think MOV is the yeah. lesser of two evils, like you said. Definitely. But for a tournament that was only decided by wins and losses, Ben, what did you do during our <laughs> well, giant four-man you know, tournament? In the same way that Tim was changed by playing with me, I was <laughs> also changed by playing with Tim. <laughs> Aw, you both left an impression. I sent Tim a bunch of lists. And like, hey, listen, I'm looking at this and thinking about that. And Tim, because I don't know, because you like to be contrarian or you like to. No. He's like, yeah, you shouldn't take a, a bit at all, Ben. I was like, Tim, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. He kept sending me back all these lists. It's, it was like seven. It's not that you shouldn't take a bit. It's just that your list was garbage. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> so I also decided to take a bit. You know what? I just can't depend on the kindness of strangers like nope. Blanche Dubois used to. I just can't. <laughs> I can't let that happen to me anymore. So I took things in my own hands. I went with a twelve point bid myself. My you man, filthy man. I was like, but he still loses to I me. I want to make sure <laughs> I can control the battle deck. Like I cannot have that happen to me. But still yeah, be my battle deck if we faced. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> my list is here's what I took to this little tournament. I took two B twos with the B two Ha huh. and the T series tactile droid. Huh. I brought two because that's all I own. I brought two <laughs> B1 battle droids with the Rocket Boys. Rocket I brought Man. two uh, naked B1 squads. I brought three Stap Riders with the command control array Boo. so that I could order Boo. and bounce a little bit farther Boo. away. Boo. A wise man you are. Good Boo. for you, Ben. Don't exactly. listen to them. Don't wise. listen to Tim. He's turned to the darkness. Don't, don't hate <laughs> points for upgrades that you know just encourage bad play oh what this gives you the balance like these guys can be farther out they don't have to be quite as tightly grouped this gives me the ability to throw that that token away and it's also a little bit cheaper it gives me the ability to bounce a little bit more which is going to be really important in uh, a couple of my games here it's also a second game in three months so yes and finally a bad idea it's not a terrible idea. I, don't be wrong. I love the idea of my stat brick where I have the HQ uplink and the, the two link target arrays. I love that. But I also know that costs me 20 points in upgrades, where this costs me six. Uh, these are basically Although stat Although that's just your be- bid. Yes, it's also true. <laughs> but even the rest of the bid, even like if I can't get to the things I want for that to keep the units. Because the big thing I'm not talking about is you've noticed there's no commander so far. Right. Yeah, I noticed it's about I'm 200 bringing- points short. Yeah, because I'm bringing an AAT Ooh. battle tank. 
uh, with the T-Series tactical droid, with the armor-piercing shells, and the high-energy shells. Why do you hate fun? Because <laughs> I know that my local meta is going to love some RVs. That's right. They're just going to love them. That's right. Because everyone's been talking about how... Wow, so you list-tailored right? me, huh? Uh, yeah, Brett sure specifically did. said, how many B1s can I run over, Ben? I was like, we'll see about that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Tim's response was, Ben, that's a lot of armor options. And it is. But I'll be honest, I have been playing with the, the Rocket Boys anyway. The Haas, I don't think of as anti-armor in particular. I'm normally using them to get the blast. I actually forget about that other piece that they can do. It just so happens to have that. It just happens to have convenience <laughs> you want it. Yes. I, oh, I'm why? Normally using it to oh, get look comfort, at this. It's what I'm normally using it for. Yeah. Oh, so it does it have impact, doesn't have. it? Huh. Yeah, it does. So that's <laughs> Impact 4, plus the Rocket Boys have some impact on them, plus the tank. I, was, I have a couple of impact. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. You have 12 impacts, Ben. My first opponent <laughs> is going to be Brett, former enemy of the podcast, now friend. No. And he, of course, brings exactly the things I, I hate, which you have always heard me hate. He brings two Tauntauns. He brings yes. not one, but two Vans. I love this. And inside those RVs are Wookiees. <laughs> now, I, I do believe I, we should stop here for a moment. We should say that is two more Tauntauns than we're at all of ACO. Is that correct, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah, there were no none. Tauntauns, and Saturday and Bushman were sitting there trying to figure out why the Tauntaun is not in the meta. Like it's, it's not, not it's not just a top pick, but it's just not a it's it's not there. It's not the new hotness. That's I all. think they're just hated. That, no. and I think uh, I kind of think that dice pools have gotten so big and so consistent. Yes, that they can like they can bully Tauntauns off the table really quickly. I guess, well, except uh, if you get that ram with Tauntauns, it's still yeah, a ton it's of dice. So and they're like, I'm going to flip over some stuff. It's no, a ton. Ton of the, dice. Oh, ah, get the f- out of here! <laughs> Let me die. <laughs> the, the gap clear that taunts have to make on on turn at the start of turn two. Since since B twos have become more prevalent in their dice pools and the fire supports, like they're a lot riskier to to get to where you can ram and hit them. Um, yes, it's a, it's a lot tougher. Hey, listen, I, I see this list, and I have to tell Brett immediately where I want him to go, and that's to hell. I want that list to go to hell. So uh, <laughs> we we break out our list, we, we we break out the battle deck, I throw it out there, and we're playing Fortified, Long March, and Breakthrough. That's right. Both tables were Long March, Breakthrough. Y'all hate fun. <laughs> Keith and now, Ben. Now, the tables, I thought, were actually th- set up decently well to make this work. Yeah. yeah, like there was still cover across places. We couldn't just shoot from ra- real far, like, but also gave us approach, which is always very nice for, for for me on my end. So there's a place to see pictures of them, but we'll get there later. We, we will, we will. Uh, Brett decides to to f up turn zero, and he puts his RV so one is blocking the other. Oh, oh. rookie yeah. mistake! So I'm going to get to see those RVs not at the same time. But yeah. one after the other. Brett, why'd you throw it like that? Yeah, now, Ben, Ben, you've not mentioned that his vans were a little different for you. He had no shields and just the rainbow gun on top. This is true. So his buses were what I like to call bad. <laughs> well, I get his idea, though. His idea, and it does pay off in two places. I'm going to run the van up front. Wookiee's going to pop out. And they're going to have duelist, And they're going to punch you in the face. I mean, and the because they're going to get the free there. aims, yeah. exactly. Bad things are going to happen when they hop out of this van. If they hop out of that van. So I do enough action control so that, and I don't have a great number of units here. There's like 10 activations grand total. He and I, I think, have the same number of activations. And so I control it just enough that the van's got it close enough. And that's when I put my staps to go start shooting at them. And I do no damage on the first hit with staps. Oof. 
Just Ooh. none. I'm like, oh, that's Ooh. cool, 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 cool. Because crit two guys is only important if you roll a surge, right? Which I didn't. Put another set of stats into it. I get one, I think. Right. And so I was like, son of a biscuit. So then, of course, the tauntauns come up and throw dice at my stats, trying to bring them down. Huh. So I get a third stab. So I, I, now I'm torn. Do I shoot the bus? Because the bus has got to go. But then the tauns are right here. Oh, oh, oh! I decide. You know what? I'm not going to get the crits through. Let me just shoot this tauntaun. I'll be damned if I don't roll five crits. <laughs> My man. As soon as it's so now, of course, I'm shooting a Tauntaun. He blocks one or two, I think. And so I think he blocks one. So I end up killing the full Tauntaun, but not the whole unit, just a single Tauntaun because it has so much health. Things start working out like I take a Tauntaun off. the One, the van goes on the next turn. Another Tauntaun comes off the table. He does manage to ram things and put some some dice into stuff, but I'm shooting as best I can with my tank, and it's breakthrough. And so that ultimately ends up being Brett's problem, is that I, I take enough things out of the tank, he can't get it over there. I tie up the Wookiees with two individual B1 units yep. to make sure that they can't get across there. I mean, I use every bit of my Haas, I use every bit of that impact trying to get the, both those buses down, and I eventually do. I mean, I do eventually get both buses killed off. My tank doesn't go down, I think, to the very, very end. Like, it's it's a good little battle there, and I get two of my guys across, and then finally get, on, get myself to a third, and I just happen to hold Brett down. Wasn't enough bodies across the field, just because of the way he placed them on turn one, just caught them all, caught up in a place he just couldn't get out of. I looked at Brett, and I said, no, thank you. <laughs> and it was delightful, so I won my game. <laughs> and that's all it takes, kids. Just say no. It's, it's really, it's like, I, I think Brett realized at the end, he's like, oh, I can't get through this. And so he probably could have gotten a 2-0, but I killed enough things, it would have made a lot of difference. Right. So he did hop out, have some Wookiees punch some uh, B1, see if he couldn't kill them, and he just couldn't. Uh, I did more damage, it felt like, with my spindly arms. Uh, you know, B1's just slapping Wookiees around. But So while we were having this fun, we're all playing Legion. Tim is not playing Legion. Uh, I mean, not at first. Not at first. Not at first. On this particular Saturday, sir, you were not playing Legion. No, that Saturday I was at uh, the Magical Kingdom. I was getting all the sun and learning how hot it is in Florida in June. Did you not That's know this? a terrible idea. Yeah. yeah. The answer is very hot. Everyone, everyone I told so. about that you were in Disneyland went, Ew, why would he go now? <laughs> everyone at, at ACO that I said that to, they're like, Ew, why? Why would he go now? <laughs> Tim Sugar Mama paid for the trip. So it was that's, that's why you right. incorrect, right. but okay. <laughs> Hopefully, she'll pay for his skincare too. <laughs> she got more burned than I did. Ha ha! Get wrecked because I put on sunscreen. Why didn't you put more suntan lotion on your wife? <laughs> I, I am not my wife's keeper. Well, it's been nice knowing. <laughs> can we, can we make sure that she gets a you know at least the last? Yeah, Ben, I'm gonna need that to be morning. clipped and sent to Abby from a burner <laughs> email. No, yes, wait, absolutely. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we thought you should know at hotmail.com. I was yes. gonna say yeah, just just like a dead drop. Just, you should hear this. <laughs> but no, we were, we were at the Disney World. We were there for I think. Nine, nine days, ten days, I don't know, something like that. Long, long time. That's Good long far time. too many days to be in Florida. That's far too many That's, days. I, I am a big old tourist, so we had a great time. Got to do all the Star Wars Edge thing, build lightsabers. Mine was green, not red, everyone. So, you know. Should have been red. It's, it's, no, I have a red crystal, but I, I, got, I built it green. Built the green one, and my wife's is purple because she wanted purple. She has Samuel L. Jackson in her. She yeah, really she, does. She I was really going to say does. the same thing. She's got she Samuel L. energy all over the place. She does. When she she wanted purple, I was like, I, I know you do. That's fine. I, of course you do. It's what you need to have, really. But anyway, <laughs> it was either going to be purple or red. That's it. I'm safe. It's fine. Be sure to check out our Instagrams where you'll find pictures of our games that we've played. Yeah, you can also find a link to the Hungry Hannons. 
um, which they post all the food things they often talk about. I may have accidentally followed Abby, Tim's wife, on our own Instagram. See pictures of <laughs> I saw that, over. and I was very, I was very confused because on, on my phone I forgot which account I was under when I when I liked it because yeah, there was a post he was on his burner account. Yeah, I thought it was my personal account. I, <laughs> I have multiple things logged into Instagram on the same phone, and so it just gets very confusing sometimes. Yes, yes, it does. So you can see pictures of those, the things that they painted. Will has a very nice uh, purpley bus. Uh, I really like Brett's paint job on his van. I'm going to be honest, I'm going to praise yeah. him here. Yeah. I actually really yeah. kind of like it. You can see all the pictures there that we're going to post on our Instagram at SWStabCast. Be sure to check out our very special episode of the Stabcast where Will, myself, and Tim, we talked to Mike Barry of Notorious Scoundrels and the Fifth Trooper Network about their upcoming Stormtide, which is a narrative Legion event. We've got a very special episode. Check it out. It is where you always catch our podcast. It's right there. Be sure to also check out our Facebook and Twitter, which is a thing. Give us a rating on iTunes and a always subscribe flawless. on Spotify. <laughs> Uh, I do this as a bit to mess up this segment because it bothers the others. Uh, it doesn't. We are available where podcasts are available, as you know, since we are currently in your ears. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that's, that's right. He tried. He tried. <laughs> you can also find us with less errors because we can edit it after we post Damn it. on the Discord. <laughs> nah, the Legion Discord. Up there. That's, that's why I prefer chatting on Discord because I can hit edit and fix my errors. And Ryan can just leave all his spelling errors the way they are. But anyway, so yes, we are all on the Legion Discord. It's true. You can find us there. Uh, if you want to support our show, you can head over to teespring.com slash stores slash stabcast and get what I'm going to call one of the most sawn-after pieces of oh, Legion apparel. <laughs> Legion fashion. Uh, in, the, uh, in the fanny pack, the stabcast fanny pack. We're trendsetters uh, here at the Stabcast. We, we certainly are. Or if you want us to drop us a line at swstabcast at gmail.com, you certainly can. Uh, normally when we don't have egregious amounts of, uh, of battle reports to, to talk about, we like to answer some, some listener emails. Yeah. It certainly uh, is egregious. But that day is not today. Nope. The day is definitely not today. <laughs> Sorry, kids. Listen, we had so many Legion things going on in the past two weeks. We really did. It's, to play. It has been. Tournament. We've all been blessed to have a lot of Legion recently, which is quite yeah, nice. So get yeah, set yeah. for hour number two. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> oh, no. Strap back oh. in. That was your popcorn break. So, Will, we're on our second games. We switch opponents. We do. We, we swap like a key party. If <laughs> 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 you could have nailed uh, the delivery, that would have been a better joke. But just try. <laughs> we actually had three tables, but then we put all our stuff on the third table. So then we realized we couldn't rotate tables, so we couldn't play things we hadn't played before. It was fine. So. For behold, the opportunity was there for my vengeance. <laughs> for at the Owen one totally not loser table i faced off against <laughs> brett mine enemy now let's, let's let's remind the listeners what happened the last time you played brett he violated me <laughs> uh, and by violated he means tabled at tabled the tournament i was went 300 mov on Just i was that out there i was tabled at the final table in order for brett to complete his flawless victory <laughs> yes i was made into a stepping stone to him grabbing a trophy <laughs> but hey at and least I, you got second and i took that personally he actually didn't get second. Remember, no, that was I, the problem. He got fourth. I didn't I get second. Tim did. I was, yes, after I, I know beat Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Hey, Tim. I so, beat yeah, you straight up, you little bitch. 
Thanks, bud. <laughs> See that salt? We're just going to rub that in that wound real That's hard right. here. Just going to rub it in. Just, Look, it, it, salt cast, like, everybody. It I'll play clone versus clone against home. you any day, Tim, and I'll still kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> For the listeners at home, Will doesn't get competitive very often, so when we find an edge and a wound to pour salt into, we have to do it. Speaking of that edge, I was after the vengeance. <laughs> because a Brett was served up to me with his... D- Honestly, worse list than what he played at Rocky. Oh. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. It's so much worse uh, because Ben was just talking about how Brett bumper card himself against him, and then he did it again. Oh no! Yeah, that's oh to fall so far. We were playing major offensive breakthrough. Yes, yes. breakthrough, and probably <laughs> I don't know. It's your game. Yeah, I was just trying to think of it. It was a blur in my vengeance. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, the objective didn't really matter because Brett had a lot of bag issues, meaning that he sort of approached me one by one. He's just like, uh, here okay. comes a ton. It moves up. And my yep. vet said, neat, and shot it to death. And then wow. <laughs> here comes a bus. Cool. I shoot it to death. And that repeats. It, it really was just a kind of dissection by rebel vets that got to stand still and get three free aims every turn. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty good, it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out that works perfectly fine. Uh, I did some T-47 shenanigans. His his taunts tried to flank around and just got stuck. Like, he just couldn't pull their token out of the damn bag. And I felt bad, but I was like, I need to kill them, Brett. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't want to get you like this, but, like, bang, bang, they're dead. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for playing. I heard a lot of fire support from the emplacement. Which yeah, was I was getting a lot of fire supports off. Yeah, I was bullying him. I mean, when rebel vets get to do their thing and sit still and get fire supports yeah. off of coordinating to their emplacement friend and then getting free aims all the time, it's just really, really good. Oh, yeah. That, very, bus, very that good. bus aim, I mean, it is so good. And then Brett's single rainbow guns on his buses didn't even scratch mine because I had the two shields my six black dice gun and my T-47 and all my criticals meant that I just melted his buses without shields. Yep. It just, it, everything died and <laughs> I tabled Brett. Oh my, I didn't know you tabled him. I tabled him and got 5-0 breakthrough. Oh my, you tabled him hard. Right. I didn't was, know that. Yeah. It was real gross. Like, it was, it was, I look forward it to was the, the vengeance match. I wanted, but yeah. it was kind of empty. <laughs> That's what vengeance leads to. Yes, yes, it's right, glorious. Yes. Just it was rolling Anger, it. Sadness, darkness. No, good times. I mean, Brett and I still had a good time laughing at how ridiculous things were going. At, you know, at the at the O one table, you don't have to have as much seriousness. But I was just like, oh, I'll shoot that. Oh God, Brett, it's dead, isn't it? Oh, oh no. <laughs> and that was most everything that was said. And Brett would go, oh, yep, yeah, I'm dead. Okay, let's pick that up. It's just it was shenanigans all over. The last time I played Keith, we were at a dice head kind of big tournament piece. I think it was last fall, maybe? And that's where he took Sabine and the minefield, and he blew up everything I ever loved. Um, and I, <laughs> he detonated all over you. He detonated all over me. He threw rockets at everything I loved. Uh, you, th- that was a game I lost by the the last dice roll. You know, Keith took it to me hard. We played hard. And, of course, I love Keith anyway, but it's been a while since I've been able to get out and play. And so, of course, he's got the, the option that Will's already talked about. You know, with the one RV, he's got the T-47. He's got three Mandos. Um, and of course, he's got a naked trooper over there to do do something somewhere. And we are playing 
minefield because I just couldn't get rid of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> pay, payload and major offensive. I don't know why yeah. both tables are playing the same diplomas, but that's just happened to be how the things worked it, out there. It was a but strange that's how day. it goes. Yes. It, it, it was a very, very strange day. And so the thing is, this is Keith's first payload game. Mm-hmm. This is only my second payload game, maybe my third mm-hmm. and the best. Right. But yeah, so it's payload. And so that's going to come with its own pieces of business here. Right. But also because of where we are sitting and where the terrain is with major offensive. Because the terrain piece has to be overlapping, but at least outside of it. And a lot of them weren't. So there weren't any great places for us to make it so that you had to run all the way across the board without making it easy for them to get over there and then not be able to get stop them. Right. So Keith and I just line up across the middle. Like yours has got to go to my side. Mine's got to go to your side. Let's have at each other, bro. That's basically what we do. Those mandos pop up. His his van tries to hide, like hot, tries to hold to the very last minute before he can rush over, because it does have the you know, compulsory move and then the move to ram into things. And I know it's coming. Like I know it's coming. <laughs> I just don't have any shots to get at it. So I'm trying to conserve my haws and B twos. I'm trying to u- not use rockets till I know it gets over here. Uh, in fact, on the tank, because I kind of have to use it a little bit earlier than I planned. I just shoot some mandos, and they don't take a ton of damage. Um, hey, you know, they're, any they're any to... mando damage is good damage. Exactly. I mean, it is. And he throws four red dice with those long-range rockets, and he think yeah. he gets four hits in on my tank. Like, it's it's a bit precarious there. T- or turn one, he rams that, that thing right down my throat. Oh. Now, he, he does suppress a whole bunch of things. And I realize I've accidentally deployed in such a way that most of my B1s aren't close enough to my tank to get the, the bubble coverage. Okay. Like and so I'm like, oh no! Like he shoots them and he runs over them and something else. Like I'm at three suppression. Like they could run off the board and I'm close to the edge here. And I'm like, oh, this is real, real, real bad. Uh, I had one rocket I'd shot before it got over, just with the rocket itself, which isn't a lot of dice. I think I got a single crit out of it. I do. I think I deal the one damage as I'm blocking. So the van is in my area, but I've still got the B2s. I turn around, I shoot everything I can at the van and don't kill it on turn one. Oh my! Oh no! Because of the shield bot, um, because of all the things, getting the the dice to roll correctly. Because B ones just throw white dice. If you get a crit, is cool, but you're efficient for it. So I know at the start of the next turn, he's just going to roll those dice to get those shields back. And guess what's going to happen, guys? He's going to get the shield back. So he's going to have one health thing turned to a three health thing. Yep. Look, Ben, it's regen. It's back. It is. I know. Look at that. Um, and so I know that I'm going to have to just piecemeal it again. Like I'm going to get some more shots in. <laughs> Unlike Brett, though. He doesn't have Wookiees that are going to pop out of this van. It's just R2-D2. It is. Mm -hmm. So it's not quite as scary. It isn't. My problem is, at the same point, his T-47 decides to make a lunge at the same corner of my major offensive, like that little L shape. He puts a T-47 at that little L piece, and he's got the van and the very skinny piece, the panhandle part. And because Keith is Keith, he has comm jammers on both of them. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Because he knew I was coming. And this is why Keith is the Mountain Raider. This is why Keith is Keith. Our local events have a lot of hate, but it's good-natured it, hate. It's good-natured hate. It's good-natured hate. Yeah. That's this, how I could So he was it. really upset that I didn't come out on Wednesday, because I think his plan was to play this against me on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Just to see what I would do. Absolutely. Legitimately, on my next turn, turn two, I order my tank and a single B1. <laughs> oh, yeah, because my staps <laughs> were in range. Like, literally, I just, there's nothing I'm allowed to order. <laughs> Which, you know, is a weird place to be. Because from in general, I never have to worry about it. In fact, I almost never go to my bag. Sometimes I forget I even have it because right, there's no tokens yeah. in it or there's one token in it and or I want to yeah. save it. And don't get me wrong, I mostly have cores, but I also have staps in there. So weird stuff is going to happen. Very first thing is like, I've got to kill this bus. I've got to kill this bus. Yes. And I do. Good. Um, 
I kill the bus and R2 stands up. It's like, ha, ha, ha. And then he realizes, oh, God, R2's in the middle of a field surrounded yep. in a place where he can get shot at. Yep. And that's exactly what I do. Uh, some staps come around, do some angle. Do, oh, look, there's no one in front of me but R2. Blammo. R2 falls right off the table, but not before he tries to heal the T-47. Because, you know, R2. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he puts off more rockets with those mandos i end up now i just convert the entire force to look at the t-47 and you know it just goes downhill from there mandos are great but they only have one hit point yep so if you get any damage through now they're losing bodies yeah and with the t-47 and the bus off the table there's not a lot left like the mandos do, do damage i'm wrong they do damage but i get him in the actual spur of the game because you know it is actually an objective game it's payload I'm able to stop him uh, twice. Yeah. And so on turn three, I stop him from advancing forward. My guy moves forward. And then because of where it is, in order to stop him the second time, I leave most of my unit leaders there. I actually get the tank and a stab to my next units to get the, my guy over because I've now blown up just about everything he has on that side. Oh, wow. So I managed to get mine all the way to touching my objective point, And Keith is stuck in the middle outside of range two. So no points for Keith. Dun, dun, dun. Sad. sad, sad, sad days. Really. It's fine. Why have you done this? It was one of those Keith didn't, I don't think he quite saw how he, how to play that. Like, so he kept his mandos far away and in cover because you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. But that also meant that that gave me free reign to do terrible things at range two with B2s. Sure. Um, when, when you could do Haas and you could do all those, those dice at range one, I mean, it's yeah. just gross. And it is. I mean, on cycle, like I said, the one turn he, he jammed everything up. I had cycles, so then it was just going to reset on the next turn. So Those mm-hmm. haws really uh, add up. Man, people don't think about it, but they do. They add up. So yeah. here's the thing that got me every time. Like So on, the, on round three, I'm like, okay, I'm, gonna now, I'm shooting the T-47. I'm going to kill it. I was at range one of the T-47, and all those weapons are range two to four. Right. And because our comm jammed, I couldn't, I couldn't actually you know, refresh and shoot because mm-hmm. I wasn't able to give orders to myself. So my first action was to shoot it with what dice I had and then move out of range one again. And pray that I could get the thing dead before the next turn came around, which right. you know I did. It was still <laughs> one of those like the comp jammer. It was interesting. I had not had to go to my bag to, for pull, and I had to relearn. You know, oh, okay, I guess we'll do this thing instead. So I'll shoot with whatever dice I've got. Now let's move to get into a better location for the objective, or for the next turn. Right. It was a fun, fun game, but yeah, mandos are good. They throw tons of dice, but you do have to protect them on the approach. And if you don't put them in the right places at the right time, now they're out of actions to get there. So mandos op. Right. You heard it here. Mando's OP. That's what I'm hearing. Nope. Uh, no, no, not, not quite so much. It was a fun, fun day. So I come out in our tournament of friends, as we're calling this, our tournament of friends, <laughs> uh, top as two and O. Tournament of I'm crushing your friends and not playing Will like a coward. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. You told me that you were actually okay with not playing me. Oh, I was absolutely terrified of your list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you would have shot down my T-47 and my bus and I would have been a sad boy as the staffs killed all my rebel vets. Uh, that's yes, that's our game. That's our battle report. Thank you. For <laughs> yep, that's, how, that's how that would have happened. Have a nice I mean, day. Steps exactly would have curved around. Happened. I would have shot one, and then all my vets would be dead. And then, <laughs> listen, I got to go out and have victory cheesecake. Yeah, always worth it. Always worth. Whereas you know, Brett had to go have you know losers cheesecake, which is never <laughs> tastes the same as. <laughs> he had to have O two cheesecake and rethink about your life. Oh. Cheesecake. Oh, oh you, get wrecked. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there can only be one. And it was Brett. <laughs> so we're having dinner. Uh, at this point, Ryan has wrapped up his game. He's gone two yep. and one for his day. And we're like, oh, how sad. Ryan's going to go gamble on Sunday. 
and then come home on Monday because he's not going to make it to day two. Right, because he's two and one, and not even the the highest two and one. So you know, there's nope. just really no way that he should be able to make it. In the darkness, a secret ring was made. <laughs> that's just um, a cheating <laughs> ring. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not okay. So I'll be. I'll be a hundred percent honest. Uh, Please, I'm not exactly sure what Nick's process was. I know there was basically the top four of both days had a player that couldn't make it. But I don't think we knew that the Friday guy couldn't make it until on Saturday. So if you guys if you guys want the details of how this, I'm sure it'll be on the Legion 99 podcast. But my third round opponent, Steven, who beat me, decided that he wanted to drink and gamble, which I don't blame him for. And didn't want to have to wake up at and be down at 8 a.m. just to play a potential another three games of Legion on Sunday. So for those of you who are listening abroad, Atlantic City is a gambling city. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. it's, it's a touristy spot. It's on the beach. It's like Vegas it's, it's of in the East Coast. New York and Philadelphia. Yeah. It's Vegas of the East Coast. Yep. It's got a historical gambling association with it. You know, like it's it's been around a long time. So there's lots to do other than play Legion there. Exactly. And so on the Saturday standings, I fell sixth. And so if he's not playing, that bumps me up to fifth, but that's still not in the top four. Correct. But friend of the show, Al Paz, had the highest strength of schedule across both days. So he got the top eight spot that was relinquished from Friday and they didn't know about so they didn't fill it on Friday. And that let me slide in to the top four um, so for, for a, Saturday. A parade of errors and backdoor deals. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I guess. Like, yeah. 100%. The Legion rich I'm, I'm get richer. That. Yes. Yeah, I'm just saying, volunteer to judge events, guys. But did you, Stuff wait, happened. when you judged, though, I do have a question. Did you use the right edition yeah. of the RRG? Yeah, I did. Believe oh, that. okay. That's good. That's a good improvement. For his uh, oh, practice for that. Yeah, that's good. Glad we could help you work that out. Yeah. So we were out at the hotel bar drinking, having having a very old time, celebrating the fact that me and Al get to, get to play on Sunday, and Brad Nerfley, the map guy on Discord who, out of the three of us, is the, the most try-hardy, loses the pair down after going 2-0 and oh. and gets booted to the bottom of the 2-1s. Oh. Um, yeah, it was... It was you can't a- lose the pair down and expect to go on <laughs> to the next day, guys. You just... So, what uh, happens. it felt very good uh, to tell him that some of us have to wake up early in the morning to go make bread. Um, <laughs> But we wake up in various degrees of, of hungover and play on Sunday. And on Saturday, somebody had stopped me, uh, somebody who I, I did not know, or at least I didn't know that I knew them. Met a man named Kyle, Kyle Chan, uh, goes by G-Bread. He was in my one of my Invader League groups and comes up, introduces himself as a fellow parishioner of the Church of Biston. And he took, uh, he brought Biston to, to Atlantic City Open on my recommendation and on Saturday Gosh. goes three and zero. Boo! And Listen, because I've been praising Biston for more yeah. than two years, I've been on this train a long time. I'm just saying, yeah, just because you, you had it recently, not to be yeah, not to be a hipster have, about it. But you but haven't I been playing him either, so <laughs> I haven't been playing. <laughs> no, because he <laughs> plays the better the faction. Want. Yeah. I wrote this in my diary, but <laughs> didn't do anything about you it. You can't even write. Uh, you're right. I can't. That's why I do a podcast. I played Biston for a long time before the droids came out. The droids mean I didn't have to play Rebels anymore. So That's true. They kind of are Rebels, but better. <laughs> uh, the, the powers that be could not manage to have two janky Rebel lists in the, in the top four. So we have to kill each other in the round. So eight. we have to kill each other. They put the pairings up Saturday night. I call Kyle down to the hotel bar. I'm trying to get him drunk. I'm not going to lie. And uh, <laughs> it works completely the opposite. I want I want to point this out. He went 3-0 and with this list. And his first round opponent was John Bushman. The Bushfax. Yeah. No slouch. He was a good player. Not yeah. at all. 
No. He's a very good player. This is Kyle's list, and I love it. Cassian Andor, the only upgrade card is his gun. Okay. That's it. K2, only upgrade is his gun. That's pretty standard, actually. Naked Chewbacca. Okay. Rebel Veterans, no heavy weapon, but a comms tech and an HQ uplink. What? A Rebel Trooper, four dudes. A Mark II medium blaster. Wookiee Warriors with a bowcaster. Mandos with a comms jammer, jetpack rocket, and a Beskad duelist. Okay. <laughs> Bistin Pathfinders with the free upgrade, and that's it. And to top it off, a 1.4 FD laser cannon team with a My link man. targeting array. I love him. And the suppression generator. <laughs> hey, man, I'm all about, I'm all about that I FD hope cannon. this man crushes you into the dirt. Yeah, I, I love the FD. I, I would put this man on my shoulders. I would carry him across the room. He is the real is, champion, no matter what <laughs> well, happens. I love this list. I'm not going to lie. Like, so it is threw, just right? a hodgepodge of rebel shenanigans. <laughs> you didn't just shake his hand and be like, bravo, sir. You're well a played. superior builder. You may no, we, had to, we had to see who was going to be the, the deacon of the Church of Vistas, man. We had to find it out. That's not how that and, usually uh, works. <laughs> So uh, so he had he had a strong bid at eight points, but I outbid him with twelve. I get to be blue player, and I did not play Danger Close. I think uh, I think he got rid of it. I think it was in the first slot. Uh, but we did play Intercept Transmissions and Rapid Reinforcements, and I got to be blue player hemmed in. So so we we start to set up, and we are at a table that it's kind of desert urbany, but it's not the super dense one. The center brick of the blue player hemmed in is fairly open but the two wings are are behind line of sight blockers there's a bridge overhanging the the center intercept tower uh, i infiltrate as blue player i infiltrate my bist in there first and then i put two sets of rebel troopers to go to the uh, left and k2 luke and cassian all set to go right with my snipers kind of poking around wherever they they, they kind of need to, and one rebel trooper I can kind of flex directions with. He deploys almost everything into my right hand column. So to because I put uh, I intentionally put obviously Luke, Cassian, and K two across from the bulk of his force in the left hand deployment zone. The only thing I want to say he put out there was uh, Chewbacca. So it was going to be Chewbacca and two rebel troopers fighting over the left point. The rest of his army kind of in the right, trying to keep the right side point and then uh, push the middle point. Bistin, like every truly good religious figure, uh, gets martyred on the first turn. Uh, he gets one shot off, but then takes a return Bistin shot and Mando rockets and gets wiped and I lose the center. Yeah. So much, so much heat is going that way. Uh, Pistol Cassian and K2 are getting to sneak around the side. No. And thanks no. to... Uh, <laughs> Wait. Thanks to when things got deployed. Kyle, when, no. Uh, when zones got infiltrated, K2 was able to activate after Cassian had already given him an aim, walk out from behind a corner, and catch on top of the Height 2 building where he dropped his FD laser cannon at range 2. F... And just turns his gun sideways and with a single aim token produces four crits. Oh my god. And the game then gets hard for him. So he's he's cleaned the center. He rapid reinforces his rebel troopers to support Chewbacca. I rapid reinforcement my fleets to support the middle where uh, Biston's rotting corpse is. And he's got Mandos headed for the middle <laughs> and everything else defending the Luke Cassian K2 push. 
I managed to, to squeeze a little bit of extra damage right where I need it with my snipers. His Biston's in a place where he's got a great Overwatch potential, but he can't really move. He's up in a building. Uh, he goes turn one Sacrifice and uses K2 to Guardian the Wookiees as I'm trying to damage them uh, to soften them up. Now, obviously, the K2 ability is a May, so he's just playing Sacrifice for the, for the Guardian ability. Uh, but I do manage to sneak one wound into the Wookiees which, as it would turn out on turn two, I play Son of Skywalker and deal an entire Wookiee unit's worth of damage, except for one, but luckily that one wound was hanging out and get to delete his Wookiees before they even do anything. Uh, so oh. we kind of trade Wookiee Warriors for Biston. Oh, my. Um, Why are you that's, a that's a good trade. Yeah. That's a good trade, I think. I mean, that's a good trade for, for both of us in different ways, but now his melee threat is gone, and Luke can do whatever he wants. Right. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. I mean, that's, that's, that's why it's kind of better for you, I would say. Yeah. yeah yes. It's better for you. I mean, <laughs> well, I lose. I lose the middle, and he's got his mandos, who are also kind of a melee threat. But he's going to put his mandos up oh, on this top bridge, God. and there's going to be mandos on the middle point with uh, with heavy cover. Luke systematically kind of goes through and starts clearing activations while yeah. uh, Cassian babysits uh, what <laughs> was supposed to be, you know, Kyle's deployment zone. Uh, two rebel troopers, Chewbacca and his rebel troopers have a skirmish. I eventually, we trade one set of rebels for one set of rebels. And then it's one trooper unit leader against Chewbacca. He does manage to do two damage over the course of two rounds, punching Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> that was great. And the game came down to, can my last remaining sniper unit with, the, you know, have get to move to where he can get to the middle point squeeze a trigger off and kill the Mando Beskad unit leader. And I've got basically Cassian and him in order to be able to do it. Um, and I, and I, and I managed to, to knock the last Mando off securing the, the middle point for the final score. He scored the middle point. Or he scored two of the three points uh, on the first turn. I got two of the three points on the second score. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the third one, I got the, it, I tied it up. Uh, we split the middle, and it went to points destroyed with my Luke still alive, securing me the win. Um, but I think this was a really cool clinic in how this, I shouldn't say this list likes to play, how I like to play my list. Because it got to a funny place where, and I think it happened, it happened too late uh, for Kyle. He, he realized, it, I think he just realized it a touch too late, that the fact that I'm going to try to take three fights, knowing that I'm going to lose one of them probably pretty hard. But I put him into this weird situation where I wasn't going to let him stack all of his synergistic units next to each other. Uh, we were going to have three bonkers fights where the, the the table is incredibly chaotic. And at the end of the game, there were 12 models on the table between the two of us. And uh, it was a knockdown drag out fight um, that I think the fact that I've been in a few more chaotic, more chaotic situations K2 did some some really heavy lifting. His K2 did kill my K2 in a boxing match. That was kind of cool. But I came out the the victor and uh, and lead Primark of the of the oh, piston. Boo. And uh, boo. And got uh, got to move on to the to the top. Boo floor. this man. I don't know what a Primark is, but I shall boo as well. <laughs> Will and I can tell you as a follower and a dreamer and you crushed him. Will, Will and I can tell you all about the Primarchs. Let's not talk about the Primarchs. Listen, we all know so he's, he's part of the second yeah. founding. Uh, which means I had to go on to the semis and I had to face not one Kyle, but two. 
my in, God. in Dornbos, friend of Notorious Scoundrels, Orchimedes uh, himself. Double kind. Uh, I love Orc. Yeah. Orc, Orc is who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> <laughs> we started chit-chatting. We're like, this is long overdue. Like We've both <laughs> been, been members of the Legion community for a good little hot minute now. And we've never played before. Yeah. Uh, you just so yelled was, at each was, other from afar. Yeah. No, um, Kyle doesn't uh, yell. Kyle, Kyle never. I, if he yells, I'd be I'd be scared. He's like, I'd be afraid. We uh, we take a lunch break, and me and Kyle are sitting there chit-chatting, and we're talking about our bid and, like, figuring out what's in his battle deck. I know my doom is probably coming. Yes. Kyle outbids me by three points. He has a 15-point bid. I have Ooh. a 12. What? And uh, Who brings a bid more, that high? Well, he did not have the biggest bid of the, of the event. That's fine. Um... Uh, he's got Maul with Defensive Stance, Saber Toss, Push, Tenacity, uh, three E5C Battle Droid B1s, uh, a Comms Relay Dark Droid, one Sniper Strike Team, Attack Droid, and then three B2 Hot Troopers with the T-Series built into them. Uh, it's Ooh. a spooky list. I like it's that a, list. It's yeah. a very spooky list, yeah. We start to do turn zero, and I know my best chance. Our battle decks are one card different from each other. <laughs> and that one card is, I have Intercept the Transmissions, and I think he has Payload. I Obviously, I want to play Intercept, because I've already played four games of it. It's very fresh in my mind. Oh, God. But I know my best chance to beat him is on Recover the Supplies. And I know I need to do whatever it is in my power to try to get Recover the Supplies. Everything else, I think we can kind of, like, I need to not see hemmed in in the third slot, and I need Recover the Supplies, and I got a chance. So we shuffle up the objective cards. I remove one from, from Kyle's stack. Uh, we deal out the other three. The one that removed is Recover the Supplies. Excellent. So it's uh, it's Payload, Hostage, Sabotage. I don't remember the order. The conditions come down, and it's uh, Supply Drop. I forget what the what the I forget what the conditions are. We ended up on on fortified. Hemden shows up in the third in the third slot. I'm red player, and if you look at the objectives, you don't want to play as red player on Hemden. They're hostage exchange, sabotage the moisture evaporators, and payload. So I am for sure behind the eight ball here. Uh, we end up on sabotage because I think it's my best bet to try to ball his army up. Send the Luke cannonball in and see what I can do. Uh, because all of the onus in this game is is on me. Um, because we're just going to double tap our vaps. The table the table's a little light, uh, but we both like the same table, so it's both good and bad for I think both of our lists in, in equal right. measure. Right. Uh, there's a lot of trees on it, so there's a lot of cover, but it's hard to just flat out obscure things. And I, I kind of bungle some stuff up, and I split deploy when I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have deployed everything all together in one corner. But I, was, I wanted to try to pull his B2s out. And normally, you can, you can bait an opponent. And I tried to do this several times throughout the game. I can bait an opponent into committing forces where they don't really need to, need to, be, need to be pushed out. And Kyle doesn't take... Any of the bait whatsoever. The only place I kind of get lucky is when he's thinking about whether he wants to divulge uh, Maul or not. Uh, he puts him inside a building where there's just a single corridor and he's pretty well concealed. But I can see there's a tower in between the two Hemden deployment zones that can see exactly down that corridor. And I'm like, please drop him there. Please drop him there. Please drop him there. And he was smart and didn't. Biston gets some good work done turn one. Luke hides until my last activation. I then, full of surprises, put Luke on top of a building so he'll have cover. Once again, cover doesn't matter because of all these Hodroids. 
and Kyle just doesn't take the bait and shoot his whole <laughs> army at Luke, which I'm kind of hoping he will. So Kyle's um, a good player. Whole, Got it. Okay. Yeah, I know. My whole what, <laughs> what a shame. Was, I know there was one one of his his moisture evaporators that there was no way in hell I was going to be able to touch. I was was going to be able to get anything over over towards, and he just sends his strike team to to go deal with it. The other one I thought he put in a little bit more aggressive of a place. Than, than I initially thought he would. It was it was it was going to be tough for me to. It was I was it was more easy for me to get access to than I thought, and I knew that was my target. And turns three and four, Luke and Maul have a lightsaber fight, or maybe it was turn three. Luke and Maul have a lightsaber fight. Luke can't spend green tokens, and Maul gets disengaged versus Son of Skywalker. He wins the roll off. Luke takes it in the face, gets put on like two wounds, but then Luke uh, Luke strikes back with SOS and kills Maul. Yep. So Luke wins. The, Luke wins the duel, but then there's some tooled up B ones just sitting there staring. Kyle's B ones didn't matter for the game at all, but his B ones were rolling so hot they rolled seven out of nine paint twice. Oh my! You deserve that's, it. That's yes. I mean, he does deserve it. Yes. That's, that's uh, it. Didn't it? Didn't like it was. They were hot, yes. cool dice, but it didn't really determine the game at all. And and Luke went down, and I needed to push through and try to make those points destroyed back. Or get someone to, to slide into home plate. I nearly panicked a set of B2s off the board with K2 and Cassian. But once K2 went down, all of my big guns to be able to clear activations. Biston was... It was just Biston with one wound and the, and the Pathfinder unit leader who had retreated behind the building. I was down, I think, three activations. Uh, Luke and Maul were both gone. And there was just no way for, for me, tempo-wise, to be able to catch back up. So, yeah. so I called it. Um, and Kyle went on. To the final. It was a really good game. Um, I wish yeah. I could have, like, my mistakes were, I think, were all in deployment. And uh, I look I look forward to a, to a rematch. It was, a, it was a really quite a quite a fun game. Yeah, I can't be be sad about going back to, to top four. Yeah, and, and you can to, you to can Kyle also hear, uh, you can hear Kyle's side of it, which is not not very different from your own. It's not like it's a, a yeah. different narrative. But you can also hear Kyle's side of it on uh, Notorious Candrels because he talks about that as well yeah. in all his games. Yes. So uh, he's a good opponent. Um, he's kind of got the Alpaz effect, where he's immune to my chattiness. Yes. So not he's... to say that he was rude like Al is, but uh... <laughs> he's focused. <laughs> but, so you can't use the normal tricks of inviting no. your opponent to make a mistake or talking your opponent into making a mistake. He's exactly. a man of yeah, sheer will. Uh, nice. And this is not like his list is not something I was I was prepped for. You know, my list is very dealt built to to deal with Rexstar. Um, what do you mean why? It's, Rebels don't have great answers to B2s. Okay. That's why. I, I mean, I don't know about that, but okay. Other than Luke. Um, I mean, not really. And Mandos, but okay. Well, you didn't have those. I know. I, have those. I understand that, yeah. but I'm just saying. like, Well, I mean, when... So, so yeah. I mean, the reason I teched against lots of lower dice pools with lots of pierce and high precision, uh, because honestly, if we look at it, like we had some shenanigans shake out with our top eight... But if you look at the top eight as they should have been, it should have been five Rex stars. Um, yeah. Kyle Tornboss, Luke Cook, and then my man, Kyle Chan with Biston. Like, that should have <laughs> been the mathematical, like, top eight. Right, right, right. And so, like, I think teching against Rex star, now granted, the one Rex star game I played, I did lose, um, I think was the, it was still the right call with how prevalent it was. Well, sure. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, the other, the other cool thing, um, that's a cool takeaway I got, which I, I did not expect. Uh, with my first four games, I played an Empire, Droid, Clone, and a Rebel. 
the only faction I double played was CIS. Nice. And so it was, it was nice that I did get to play the spread of the meta. What a nice variety. Nick put on a killer show. I was happy to be a part of it and help judge one day. I was happy. My goal was two and one, which I met my goal in getting to do two and one and make top eight and then win at least one of my elimination games to kind of prove that I deserve to be there felt uh, felt real good. Oh. Even though I did have if to... You s- if you say yeah, so. sure. Kill my disciple. Yeah, sure. sure. That's fine. You know, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we are happy for you, or something. All right. So that all happens a week ago, and yep. we weren't. We were supposed to record the following Monday. Tim was going to be in town. He's going to be in Disney World, and of course, Disney you know World. that didn't happen. So we actually managed because Tim went down there with two things on his mind. One was Disney World, and of course, his lovely wife, and the other was he wanted to go play some Legion with yes. someone in real life. Oh yes. Uh, and I finally got to play against the wonderful. Endless David from Yavin Base fame, who's been trying to get live streaming up and going. He's going to be live streaming over at mm-hmm. LSO, Lone Star Open, which is awesome. super exciting. Uh, I believe Ghost Walking will be his co-host, which is awesome. Uh, I threw my hat in the ring, too, in case they needed another one. Slash, I lose really hard, and I don't want to keep playing. But <laughs> <laughs> Always good to hedge against Call that. Yes. Me. But... Yeah, so it it was always nice to be able to play him. I've played adjacent to him at several events now, Gen Con, <laughs> LVO, but I've not actually gotten to play him before. The same. Uh, I've had dinner with with Endless. Yeah, and he was so shook by that last game. I remember. Yeah, I remember. I remember him sitting there shell shocked, like just not being talkative at all. I'm like, oh man. I've got and he apologized for it. He's yeah. a lovely man. He's a, he's a great guy. He's was, like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just that last game is. I, yeah, uh, that was But anyway, so he's a. Great guy, excellent player as well. So very, very good mm-hmm. practice. This is what I really wanted. And so I played same list I had, which is 13 point bid, basically just three phase twos with Z sixes, Rex with jetpacks and the recon intel and aggressive tactics, a clone commander with just vigilance, because what else would you put on them? Phase one with fives and then two arc strikes and the, the extra flare, because I try to add something, try to add something a little bit different, is a full arc with echo and jetpacks and uh, targeting scopes as well. Ugh. I still, with the targeting scopes, I still had that 13 point bit. <laughs> that's, that's really gross. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a nine act, <laughs> nine act list and... I was pretty happy with it. I, I made some changes uh-huh. to it. We won't say which. We won't say which changes we made, but it's fine. Oh, we can. Been all we can. Free. Yeah, we can find that out after uh, Dallas next time. Wow. But, What's it like to so, be a good player, Tim? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not there <laughs> <No>. yet. But, <laughs> so I should say his list was Clan Ren, Sabine, uh, yes. two snipers, and he had one fleet. Was in the battle yes, bus. My man. He was a support bus. So no guns on the bus. Just a support huh. bus. But it's a very effective support bus. But the guns on the bus go burt, burt, burt. <laughs> no, his was actually, physically, he put his gun backwards just to help remember that there was no gun on it. But it's still very, very <laughs> dangerous. It was, and then some of, some vets as well, and then placements to just flesh it out a little bit. So it was a good, solid list, honestly, especially with that support bus giving those aims and the heals. Mm-hmm. It's gross, and, isn't it? It is gross. Oh, so those heels, w- watching those heels come across, I'm like, oh, that's oh, my gosh. oh it's just oh, one gross. per turn, isn't it? Forever. So we played a lo- local store, and it was live streamed. It was streamed on his channel at Yavin Base uh, at Twitch TV. You can find it there. I believe it'll stay up there for a while now. Um, so it's worth watching. I've gone back and watched some of it. Uh, sometimes the audio is a little bit iffy, a little bit, a little bit laggy. It, we it didn't have Wi-Fi a little bit, but you know, with yeah. the connection situation that y'all were doing, it's not bad. I was going to say it was running off of the 
hotspot off of my two bars of service LTE yeah. service. So it was pretty impressive that we even got it to work at all. So it was good. Honestly, yeah. So we played Supply Drop, Advanced Positions, and KP. I double passed, which is actually one of my mistakes I made. I, I mentioned actually in the video, I say, oh, I've made a mistake at, at turn zero yes, as yes, it's going on. I'm like, oh, I've done made a boo-boo, <laughs> but it's okay. I, I should have I should have pushed probably for Sabotage, but because he was red player, he could cancel Sabotage because it was in the second column. And that third column was Intercept, and I just didn't want to play Intercept. Because you hate it. I'd rather play KP than Intercept. Well, it's my deck, so I put it in there. But for against his list, I'd rather play KP than Intercept. And I knew I knew he wasn't going to let Sabotage stand, most likely. That's Probably that's not. how that happened, how it shook out. He canceled Long March and Major Offensive to get to AP, and hmm. we ended up playing... It was interesting. Supply drop, neither one of us really cared about. We're like, okay, yeah, we'll play it. Um, I normally like it, although this time around it betrayed me. There were supply drops that were all kinds of crazy good for him. <laughs> and mine were mediocre at best. Why didn't you top deck the good card? I mean, I get why he wants AP, because he's, yeah. got, he's got Clan Rin, he's got Sabine. He can put them both in places to hide on that map. Yeah, so he was a little aggressive with his bus. We'll, we'll just kind of skip ahead. So obviously middle point's middle point. Mine's... We're both fine. Like, there's no real big push for the other points. And so I'm positioned in such a way, and this is another one of my mistakes, that I could easily move in to touch the KP when it mattered the most. But I should have flanked a little bit more on both flanks. I balled up, which is what clones have to do to do all their cool shit, the uh, shenanigans. But... You were right the first time. You were right with the first time. <laughs> but all their cool <laughs> shenanigans. But I just kind of balled up in the wrong spot. Um, and I know the joke is always that Tim doesn't want to move. I, I was going to move on turn. I was either turn two or three. I had it all planned out. I was like, all right, we're going to run turn in three. boom. And on take that clankers, we we're going to actually use that to kind of double dip to where we moved tapped. O push. Cause I had O push in all the phase twos. And then while shooting, we've also now moved closer to the central point. Hooray, hooray, huzzah, huzzah. But the, but he played explosions that turn, which wasn't surprising, but I didn't really have an answer for it. He played yeah, explosions. Well, except for token I'm... sharing and red saves, but all right. I, now, I will say, turns one and two, Tim, it felt like you were dominating the table. Yes, very like much you so. you were getting all the shots in the right places. Yes. You were putting lots of damage into the things that mattered. Like, the arcs. Clan Rin is down to just about nothing. The, I mean, it's just going to be the mama. The arcs I mean. were <laughs> flanking in the right direction at first, and then... The turn three is really the the switch. Because yeah, turn three, he plays explosions, and again, him and I talked about this at length. It's, I wasn't surprised by explosions. I just again at that point at turn three, I didn't have anything I could really counter explosions with, <laughs> and so he came over the top immediately. He won. He won priority, and I just lost like a phase two and a half basically to the explosions. He did a, a very solid explosions turn. Got. All of my army, pretty much except for the arc and the full arc, and just hit them both twice. And the the problem wasn't so much just the damage; it was that suppression. Because phase yeah. twos are phase twos are great, but they're still only courage two. That was the turn <laughs> I was set to move, and all of a sudden now I couldn't take that clankers. I couldn't move. I couldn't do all my shenanigans, and so that really kind of just snowballed into me being frozen 
and again, this is the other big switch and the big thing here to, to kind of summarize it is the arcs went in. There's a big line of sight blocker that his Mandos and Sabine were hiding behind. And we got Mandos down. We killed Tristan with a good shot from the arcs. And then the bus came in, healed Tristan, oh. got Tristan back. And then the bus died because it got fire supported by Rex, which was a good time because it just murdered it after it got plinked away by some arcs. My full arc team, Echo Arc, we'll call them, had an option at this moment to go inside or outside lane. And I went inside because I said I want to go for the objective. Normally, that's the right call. And again, Endless and I talked about this after the game. There was kind of a 50-50 call. I should have gone out because then I could have helped flank his guys more. And I probably would have been okay. And I, I just went in. So I went for the objective and I got too objective focused and it ended up costing me dearly. Because then fast forward to the end. Uh, lots of things have died on both sides. He's down to four models. Four models. He has a sniper on the back point, which is now hiding because otherwise I'll snipe him back. One health Sabine. A now one health Clan Ren because of Tristan coming back. Otherwise they would have been dead. R2. Because he had R2, of course. As you do. Yeah, R2 scored. It was fine. I, I was never really playing against R2, so it's okay. I was just going to play for the tie, play for points. And I was winning the points game pretty handedly because he had only killed Rex in a phase two. Totally. But I just couldn't kill Sabine and that one health clan Ren. And Sabine ended up last firsting with her whipcord launcher. Paralyzed two of my scores. So again, you can say I didn't move. I was set to move. But then I got last firsted by a whipcord launcher and I couldn't move. <laughs> they were both within one, like a speed one move. They could have made it. We measured it. They could have made it. I would have I been winning. I said anything about you. Move. No, but everyone always <laughs> makes a joke because that's it's a, that's what Ryan gets off on is just making jokes that I don't move. But I it's think it's fine. all in your head, man. It's not. You literally, it's in the chat log. Tim, I will say that you clearly do not follow the Church of NASCAR because Dale Earnhardt <laughs> Sr., praise be his name, tells you to always take the outside lane, intimidate from the outside. outside. Yeah, I should have taken, and the full arcs, that's the thing praise too. Dale, right? Praise, praise Dale. Dale. Uh, <laughs> the full arcs could have done it. And I just didn't, I've not experimented with them enough. And I think I've, that's a lesson learned now. And so now I know that they, okay, they are hardy enough to take on even a Mando or a Clan Ren, especially when they're down to one or two health. I only lost two of those full arcs and that was towards the end. I couldn't get through automatically surging red dice, which of course is a joke for clones because we kind of surge too. But when they just... Yeah, except it's your whole army and not five models. <sighs> I understand, Ryan. Thank you very much for your constructive <laughs> criticism. But... <laughs> You just couldn't couldn't get through surging red defense dice that were basically immune to pierce and just uh it just couldn't couldn't punch through. He ended up winning it would have been two two, but it ended up being three one. It was super close. Again, four models left on his side and a battered clone army left on my side that just the suppression was the killer more than the damage. I just couldn't move. Couldn't get out of there. But it was a great, really close game. Went to turn six. Learned a lot. If you watch the stream, you can see that Tim is wearing his romper. And if you hit up the Instagram, you yes. can see a picture of Tim and the missus also wearing matching That's, rompers. Is that so. which Instagram? Which whose Instagram is I don't know. Someone someone so, posted today, I saw. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was one of <laughs> Did it. I don't know what's going on. But yes, so it was a great game. It was wonderful to get to play uh, to play David. We had some good chats about Legion things in general um, and about how explosions work, which should be a, a topic for another time. But we had good discussions about explosions and how swingy it can be because I've had duds of explosions. I've had killers of explosions. So, oh, yeah. But again, the, the big killer was suppression, which is weird for a phase two army. Like I, I'm not normally used to being suppressed. It was effective and it got me. It got me good. 
That said, like I said, it was against David, who will be streaming at Lone Star Open. And speaking of Lone Star Open, it's going to be coming up in just over a month. About a month. Yeah. Which is crazy. By the time this releases. Um, Yes. Yeah, yes, that's true. Yeah, by the time it releases, it'll be a month. And so we, three of the four of us will be there. Myself, the wheel. the three non-wise men of the stab cat. That's right. The three wise guys. (laughs) We come from the east. We're coming from the east. Yeah, wise guys. We bring gifts. We're bringing gifts. We're... We will not bring I'll gifts, except home. for the free wins that are what happens when you play us. I would say we're coming from the better barbecue land, but that's just not true. Like, Texas barbecue's better. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not going to argue for North Carolina yeah. barbecue. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, no one argues yeah. for Carolina barbecue. Come on. I'm much more barbecue as a spectrum, and I can enjoy all the spectrum. I'm a pan barbecuing. But we will be in Texas to have many funs and hang out with many people and see several people that we like. Very quickly, at the end of this episode, we do have a little bit of news, and it's actually in release dates. Because, you know, right now, because FFG and that transition over to AMG, it's been a little odd where and when we catch our news. Right. It just sort of floats around. Yeah. It just floats around, and then yes. units appear in places. And we find out, oh, Poland <laughs> has these units, and now Australia does. America's still six weeks away. That's right. Um, but supposedly, according to the French leaks... That the, we've news! Seen online, the news! The news! <laughs> we've got a small release schedule you you for escaped, the next couple of months. But the news <laughs> so, is here. And for, Okay, uh, so what do we have for July, supposedly? July 23rd. We'll let you read these, because they're mostly yours. Yeah, so <laughs> grain of salt, obviously, it's just a leak rumor thing. That's, oh, yeah. You Take s- July 23rd plus three weeks. Yeah, yes, I mean, exactly. three- AMG's <laughs> had a lot of uh, delays with getting Marvel stuff into the U.S., so maybe yes. they're having the same issues yeah. with Legion. I don't know. Well, but And hopefully by the time Dallas rolls around, we'll like, be able to talk about these things more in person. We can share people's thoughts and, and opinions yeah, and things like that. They will be maybe discussed, I'm sure. We'll yeah, be nice. But according to this, uh, on July 23rd, a few units are releasing for the Republic, including... The Republic Wookiees and Yoda that we've seen. Yep. The Radar Nasp Fluttercraft, which makes the Radagast cameo Fluttercraft. In, yeah, Radagast's uh, cart dragged by bunnies <laughs> through the sky. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's it's the Wookiee weird helicopter catamaran thing. That's going to be fun. Brett's now going to paint his as Santa It's movie. definitely That's effective. Fine. Oh, it's <laughs> definitely coming. Yeah. As well as Infantry Support Unit. <laughs> Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Yeah, I still don't. I don't think we've seen anything about. Nope. This. No, we no we we heard things about the first three there, but this is a just yeah we don't know very generic thing in it. So that's that's the first yeah. leak for July, and then we have one for September, which is all about those filthy filthy droids. <laughs> and see, this is going to get delayed, so it's actually going to happen in October, yeah. which is right. celebrated as the you know month of my birth. So I'm going to have a fantastic <laughs> October. Gosh. You're still going to pay me though. Oh, absolutely! I, am. Yeah, I mean, he is... might get a game between now and October. Who knows? Ooh, he's, he's going, going to get Dallas. two at Dallas, and then he'll drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to drop. You know me; I won't drop once I'm there. Now, again, I'm remember, there's there. a there's the losers bracket for Dallas. Exactly. The so, following day. Yeah, yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's Magna Guards, the Dwarf Spider Droid, the Persuader class, um, the Super Tackle Droid. We haven't seen much of anything other than that's what they are. So yeah. we know the Persuader class is supposed to be on that lozenge base. It's to be long. And that's about all we really know about it. But I'm super excited for October to get here. Because that's really when these things will probably be bought and built. It'll be sometime in October for me. Yeah. And I'll be honest. Like, I don't know what else is happening this year. I mean, I, there we may haven't be heard a surprise Christmas release. There's yeah. nothing else there will really probably in the pipe. There will be 
another November, December. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah. um, I could be wrong on that. I mean, if they do a digital Gen Con presentation, they might have something to show us then. Yeah, Uh, that's true. Tis true. Because they're not going, but they might still do a digital. Yeah, they'll they'll do like they did last year, I'm sure. Yeah, Yeah. so maybe we'll see some goodies through that. I know there's also just, we're seeing the supply issues coming down the pipe from when this all started last year, Mm -hmm. so... We don't yeah, really know COVID what's going on. on that and all this other stuff. Yeah, I know lots of industries are backlogged, not just the board game industry. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. So October theoretically puts me back on par with everybody else as far as units. I think there's still one more wave behind. Yeah, um, we don't have a third Special Forces. That's true, we don't. And I, and I do think once, once you core. guys get caught up, I do think we will start to see some deviations where we won't get pure parity of releases. This is all subjection but we don't have it now so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no no but like once once they get us caught up like i don't think if republic gets a core then everyone else is going to get a core because I, I really hope we'll start to see some faction identities then uh where you Rebels all have probably one. start to get more like commanders and operatives and you have republic them we'll probably get more uh special forces or their yeah, entire yeah, army is a special force this is very true that's, <laughs> the entire army is a special force that's it that's the republic identity the clones get to do those cool things the droids get to do their order things the rebels get to do their hero thing and the imperials get to do their die thing they're really good at dying i mean that's what i say true to the movie so yes exactly very true very true. we miss we miss and we die that's what we do so hooray <laughs> The thing that fascinates me the most about the, the Imperial disparity discrepancy is Imperials didn't get worse at anything. No. Everything else just they're got just better. As, they're just as good as they were last year. Like, they haven't gotten any worse. In fact, they've gotten better through that last uh, the last update. We all agreed helped the Empire more than it did everybody else. But since the, the clones just do everything so much better than them, um, all the Empire players that I know are playing clones. Yeah, I need more streams with Callus. I need to see people playing Callus because I need to see what that looks like. The, yeah, that, that means we have yeah. to bring him, and that's the problem. So. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> because he's not a Republic unit. I need the um, true Imperial players. This is not Tim or anyone who's left and gone to the clones. I got to You got to <laughs> show me what you got. There's like <laughs> three that haven't done that, Ben. I need you three to form a core resistance. I guess <laughs> former my, First Order. Figure it out. I guys. know my, show my boy Jay Muth is still rocking Veer's Triple Bikes, so he's taking down local events. But uh, when we start naming obscure people from Wisconsin, it's time to end the show. And uh, thanks for listening to this cast, everybody. A lot of battle reports, but we played a lot of Legion. I played, you know, five games in 48 hours. And it's so. been very different Legion. Yeah, we know. It's been, you know, yeah. it's, it's looking at very different aspects of it. So, yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, this is Ryan Selusky reminding you that while Tim also made a top four, uh, my tournament had twice as many people. Almost, almost. That's not true at all. You That's had like 15, 14 more people it's a considerable amount of people i'm will heim reminding you that these two will take any opportunity to squabble at each other and that rebel vets are very good (laughs) i'm tim hanner reminding you to build your own lightsaber and make it the color that your heart desires which is green i'm ben fowler reminding you tim's heart really said it wanted a red lightsaber but he's like i shouldn't show that kind of dark side energy (laughs) Uh, did you know if you put the black crystal in a holocron And then Snoke's voice comes out. Exactly. You told you told <laughs> yeah. me in a text message, you, you forced your way into the thing you wanted. <laughs> so one in a hundred chance and I got it. What I'm hearing is I'm a winner. Force. <laughs> <laughs>
are so good with our snaps. We either did that really well or really poorly. We did it. We did it really well well. again. We've had like three in a row now where we're just snapping on time. It's great. All right. Here we go. (laughs) 